I don't even know how to get into this topic. Um, YouTube? The oh, I've heard of that. Yep. I got that website sometimes. I go there. It's on my hot bar. I, I've heard of this website. Tell me what, more. What's a hot bar? Well, oh, you know, like right under where you type stuff, like web address addresses, you got your like shortcuts or whatever. Oh, a bookmark. Bookmark. Bookmark bar? Bookmark bar. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, it's on there. It's right next to Tumblr and Idle Thumbs. You have so, a Tumblr account? Yeah, I barely use it, but I do have a Tumblr account. But that's not important, because YouTube. YouTube. So, we have a YouTube channel. Top Down Respective does. Yeah. And I guess all of us do if we have a Google account. Yeah, so, I the collector sure we, we all have access to. The it. Royal We has a YouTube channel. So, for mm-hmm. those listening at home, you have a YouTube channel. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah. Where'd Congratulations. Yay. Yay. All the things you can learn by listening to this podcast. Point is, I finally figured out how to get videos longer than 15 minutes up on the YouTube channel. Oh, um, good. So, we Which have stuff like... benefits me because yep. I ramble. So, Nathan's Miasmata rambling roar <laughs> is now live <laughs> that he made back at the end of August. Yeah, celebrating the one-year anniversary of that game, <laughs> almost. You know, you're um, a big fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as people had been asking to get the podcast on there, so now we can do that. So last week's episode is on there, and I can put this one up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> also, Google Hangouts, which is equally important. You um, can wear monocles on it. So we're going to try that out. One. Some yeah. live Google Hangouts. Um, specifically, if you're listening to this, we've already done one. Yeah, check out, Beyond. if you've played Beyond Two Souls, check out our spoiler discussion. Right, cause... but if you haven't played it and don't want to hear about everything in it, don't go check it out. Yeah, or don't watch it. <laughs> just go there and watch it on mute so that we still get a viewer, but you don't actually hear any of the good stuff. <laughs> And you're just like, why is Nathan wearing a monocle in this part? Maybe he's saying something And then click all the ads, I guess. Yeah, you don't get to know. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't I don't do even that. know what ads they'll show. Like, that's kind of the part I'm worried about. It'll be like, like cars be... and stuff, right? Isn't that what they show on YouTube? John, you would know well, more about this. They, they show whatever the hell people pay for. Yeah. Like, I hope it's generic stuff cars. like that. I, apparently there's been like... Russian political ads on YouTube before. Great. So. That's, that's, that's something I would pay for. So Vote for Putin. No, I thought he was... All right. <laughs> Morally compromised? I don't know. That Are you saying don't suspect. vote for him, Nathan? It's traditionally supposed to be vote. related to what the subject matter of the video is. Are you saying top-down oh, okay. perspective Supposedly. does not relate to Putin? So if you post, like, a Metro 2033 video, would it just throw Russian stuff on there? Probably. Okay. That makes sense. I think I've actually heard of that being the case. The more you know. Really? Okay. Anyway, point is, um, at the time of people listening to this, Nathan and I, Sean, have done a spoiler video for Beyond, and we're going to do it live, which, t- if you missed it, it's going to be archived on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. If you are somehow hearing us talk right this second, which not only is creepy, but impressive, you can tune so, in so after this me. podcast. Yes. John, if you want to tune into this podcast, the well, spoiler Well, I want to spoil this game I bought for myself. But you're the you're literally the only person that is an audience at this point. I'll be there. So, yeah. Great. That's good. But yeah, so we're going to experiment with that. I also think we should experiment with just doing the normal podcast on Google Hangouts. Because that'll save me. Then I actually have to dress up for the podcast. Then you'll have to dress up. Or dress down for the podcast. (laughs) 
So, like, I'm going to have to change before the Beyond Two Souls thing, and I'm not going to elaborate. Or just, you know, put the, <laughs> put the, uh, uh, the webcam high up so we only get, like, your neck and up. Oh, okay. You could do that. Then That'd look mystery. weird, but also kind of funny. But okay. who knows? Anyway, so we're doing stuff, so keep an eye on our YouTube page. I don't know what it's called, but you can search Top Down Perspective in YouTube, and you'll find it. It'll be, the, it'll be listed on my channel as well. There'll it's also on John's on channel. channel. Um, it'll have an icon that looks like the icon we always use. The, the waveform with TDP written on it? Yes. So, Take it away, Perfect. Hostmaster! <laughs> well, YouTube is a platform used to show video game videos, and we talk about video games here on the Top Down Perspective. I am your host this week, Jonathan Wheeler, and I am joined as usual by Nathan Rohr. Oh, hey. Hi, guys. And Sean Booker. I'm here. Does that mean we also talk about cats and cat videos? Yes. Don't we always? I would and hope so. every right. week. Yes. It's actually dubstep cat videos. It's oh, just man. meowings of cats turn into dubstep songs. There is that, that Anamanaguchi song. So That's true. Meow is a, is yeah. a decent song. Which is pretty close. <laughs> Sean. What's up? Have you been playing video games? I've been playing a lot of video games. Tell me about them. I will tell you all about video games. Guess what I'm playing right now? Uh, Cloudberry Kingdom? Crackdown Snowcraft. 3. Crackdown 3? Crackdown 3. He's playing Saints Row 4. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Bringing it back from last week and the week before. Gotta collect all these orbs while we stream. And by stream, Have I you mean finished record. the story part of that? Is the story collect orbs? I think I think if you collect all of them, then there's like a cutscene. All right, do I know where I'm at with collecting orbs? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm loading up the menu right now. Or or clusters. Clusters. That's what they're called. called. Right. Yeah. All right. Stats. Hang on. This is great. Radio. All right. I have 358. Good God. How many are there? Four. There are 1,255. That's too many. That's like six times as many bananas as there are in DK64. Here's a question. Do they show up on your map at all? You can unlock something that it does, and I just unlocked it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's my biggest uh, annoyance with uh, open world games that do that. That's one of the things that bugged me with Infamous, was that you could find the shards, but only if you stared, stared at your radar and kept using like the sonar move. Yeah, yeah click, click the right stick down and whatnot. Yeah, unless yeah. there was something that later on unlocked the ability to find, see them on your map. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get into the or collecting like the that feathers much, but... in Assassin's Creed 2. Or like the letters in GTA 5, which I'm never going to find because I don't think they show you. But yeah. Maybe there's a website. Anyway, I have also oh, been going is. through the uh, story a bit. Well, pretty significantly because a lot of the abilities only unlock once you get the. Uh, once you go through some of the story. So I've been going through that. I've been doing a lot of the side missions as well, but I'm slowing down on those because I'm caring less and less about them because they're more just kind of. You should go over here and fight these guys, and then run over here and fight these guys, and we'll come up with some narrative reason for that. It, it, okay. Is there still the side mission where you're on fire and you drive through cars? And blow Not that I've seen. No, there's the one where you have to get hurt in traffic. Okay. Oh, so the insurance thing is still there. Yeah. Okay. Is the hose thing where you're stealing hose? No, I don't believe anything like that, no. Wait, what? Okay. There's one where you're basically, like, escorting a bunch of prostitutes all around town, and that has been in, like, every Saints Row game. So I don't believe that's in this one. I haven't seen it. Right okay. 
There you and go. And I also don't, from Saints Row 2, I don't know what I'm thinking about this, but there was that one mission where you had to put poop on the whole city. Uh-huh. The garbage truck one? Yeah. Well, I think it was like a septic su- su- truck. Sewage truck, whatever. Yeah. I don't believe that's in here either, if people are curious. So yeah, uh, I'm having a lot of fun. Let's talk about some newer games. Well, okay. Gone Home Saints is newer. Saints Row 4 is pretty new. Yeah, that's well, Gone Home, is, Gone, Gone Home is newer. Is it? I thought it came out no. just before PAX. Saint, Gone so, Home came out in September? No, I think it was August. Well, so was Saints was, Row. Well, I definitely played it before I went I'm to PAX, on the so case. It might have been the same two-week span or whatever. They were sure, pretty okay. close together. I remember that much. Less people have played Gone Home, probably. All right, so. Gone Home came out August 15th. Yeah. Saints Row was later. August 20th. Let's talk about older Five games. Five days. Older games, yeah. Five days Go- later. Let's talk Gone about Gone Home, Home and s- stop being idiots. <laughs> okay, sorry. Fulbright Company. Wikipedia! Steve uh, Fulbright Company, yes. So, Gone Home, I had a ton of fun with that. Uh, Nathan, thank you for owning that game. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yep. Steam, Steam sharing. It is Steam sharing, I don't, you just don't even need to buy games, and wish lists are irrelevant now. Yeah, more any if you game have that I a lot want, of good friends. I just need to check friends. your guys first, and one of you will probably have it. Yeah, like I probably should have. Like yeah. I need to get used to checking first because yeah. I actually bought some stuff that I didn't need to buy. <laughs> yeah, so for but. people who don't know, Nathan sends a Twitter message to John and I earlier this week saying, "Hey, I just bought the Stanley Parable, so you guys can get in on that." And then both John and I go, "Oh, John already has it, and we've played it. Thanks." Yep. <laughs> just like, oh, so you're welcome, guys who made Stanley Parable. I just gave you twelve dollars. Yeah, hey, so. they're not going to. But we'll get in that, into that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, gone home. So gone home. I really enjoyed it. Um, just I, like I don't, I can't. You know, you can't talk about it too much. Or you'll spoil it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it definitely sets up some real cool stuff. I'm a total wuss, so having the lights not turned on, I don't know if that was a mistake for me, but it was definitely a spooky house to walk around in. To be fair, oh, you're, no, the- you're scared of Bioshock. A little bit. Yeah. Yes. I like that one. they contextualize that, but I guess again you can't really elaborate without spoiling things. So mm. that's a detailed house, dude. You can find that's a huge house. Like that's kind of one of the things that isn't realistic is who has a house this big? Well, they kind of get into that too because it's like this weird uncle who had this big old house. So. It, there's a reason for the house existing, but it's still just like, man, this house has like a hundred rooms, and I guess you need a hundred rooms because you have to do stuff. Yeah, but this house is huge. It's a big house. It's a, it's a big know, country office house. building. Anyway, but the, uh, yeah, anyway, no, it's yeah, really great. The the ending kind of really got to me in some emotional ways. I won't get into those too much. Uh-huh. Um, but they really play on your expectations in some crazy ways. And, and yeah, no, it just it did some really cool stuff. Um, and I wish I could talk more about it, but uh, but do you do you kind of see what I see though? Like it's like a one time profound experience though. Like you can't really go. Jump I probably it again. wouldn't go through it again. I could see myself maybe thinking, "Did I miss anything?" Yeah, um, like there was a def- definitely a few hours after I finished it where I was like digging around and you know finding nooks and crannies I hadn't seen before. But after I'd like explored almost everything, I was like, "All right, I guess that is over forever." Yeah. As well as I'm that, though, um, they just came out with commentary. Oh, okay. That's so you can go through it again with lots of commentary. I did load it up and I listened to a bit of it. Uh, but not all of it, because there's... Do you know who's on there? Like, like basically it... everyone. you got Chris Remo, the music composer. You've got some of the environment artists. You've got that Steve Gaynor. Yeah, but um, d- is it like Chris Remo only talks when it's relating to music, or are they all in a room together talking? 
It's usually like, you'll you'll kind of walk up to a little light bulb icon, select it, and then one person will pop up and talk about one thing. Okay, so it's like um, I have something. Sometimes to do with it this is part, contextual. So. Like for example, the Christmas goose at the beginning. There'll be something mm-hmm. about why that's there. Whereas other times you'll find, and again, I only kind of played the beginning with the commentary, so it was maybe a bit more general than what it actually is. But sometimes I'll just be like, I'm just going to tell you about the music at this point. Okay. Or, you know, well, that hey, sounds neat. I didn't, I didn't know they added that. So I'll they just added that. Yeah. That. You have to go into the uh, options in order to enable it, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you do any weird stuff with the options? Like, did you play with the controller? Or did you turn off notifications or whatever? Or... Uh, I didn't touch the notifications at all when I first played it. I was playing through with the controller. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure I went pretty pure. Um, I'm trying to th- like, uh, I guess it default lights up when you're interacting with something, right? Like the object lights up. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Doesn't it? Well, I guess when I was playing with the controller, I found it was like kind of weird. You'd have to line up your sight a little strange to interact with the thing. Did you have any issues with that or no? Uh, like I was kind of. I was pretty look fine. Look to the left of the thing, so your right arm can touch it. No, I was pretty good. Okay, never mind. Whatever. Nothing stuck it, out it, to it, me, so I'm assuming it was good. Okay, but uh, John, yeah, you should play that game's like two hours. All right, I'll keep that one in mind. I uh, really enjoyed another game that we all mutually played. So, mm-hmm. if people have been saying if you enjoyed that, you might enjoy this, but for different reasons. So. Right, okay, well, let's just get to that, because I already mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We all played through the Stanley Parable. I guess, just for myself first, I went through the demo, mm-hmm. which okay. I highly recommend anyone should also go through the demo, because it's, it's demo-specific content. Yeah. Um, like, I played the PAX demo, which I guess is its own thing. Like That's also PAX, specific, yeah. Seeing there was a Steam demo, I was like, oh, that's probably like a modified version of the thing I played, but by the sound of it, it's like, no, they just kept making more. No. So did either of you guys play the demo? No, no, I watched someone else play through a special demo made for them. That was it. Okay, so the demo, the demo's pretty good because it's kind of more of a commentary on making game demos. Because yeah. so the thing with the Stanley Parable is you can't really talk about anything about it again, like Gone Home, because the idea of just playing it is what's interesting about it, and discovering these things is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a game about games, and the demo is a demo about demos. So the whole time you're kind of just like. Like the yeah. the narrator's kind of being like, "Hey, we're gonna show you the demo now," but then something will happen and be like, "Oh well, we can't show you that part, but let's get to the demo, and then it won't work." And he's like, "Wait, but you haven't done the demo yet." And it yeah, yeah. like the PAX demo was a demo about noisy show floor demos, so it gets even more specific. Like it assumes there's an audience there and talks as though there's a bunch of people there, which there were. It's it's weird. Like they're like the most self aware game ever. Well, and that's the whole point of it, though. It's like not to a fault. Yeah, no, like, it's pretty funny. Like, I, I definitely was laughing at during that demo and also yesterday while I was playing with the full game. Right. So, yeah, um, so the game I, like, is about, you know, tropes you would find in video games. And it's, yeah, it's quite funny. Um, I, it's, it's hard, hard to, to really talk about get it. into it, but I guess, like, the Truman Show? Kind of. It, it's of a game, it's a game basically, like, breaking down narrative in games right. and choice. It's about choice and not about choice at the same time. Right. So the the entire time there's a narrator and he's kind of, like, you play as Stanley, but sometimes you play as the guy controlling Stanley. Like, it goes back and forth. But essentially you're moving a a guy named Stanley around and the narrator's like, well, Stanley went through the left door. And if you go through the right door, the narrator will then he'll he'll talk and be like, oh, well, 
I guess Stanley went through the right door because he's bad at listening to stuff. And mm-hmm. there's so many different ways you can kind of mess around with, well, I'm going to do the opposite. And it's kind of great to see how much of the game, the like the developers actually, like, like you might think you're trying to break it, but you're not. The developers thought of that way already. Yeah. The amount of thought that they put into this game is ridiculous. Right. Like, I'm assuming uh, just tons of playtesting and, like, then accounting for those scenarios. They well, saw. keep keep in mind, this is a, a, basically a remake of a Half-Life 2 mod. Right. Which yes. I did play. Okay. And I, I, like, I did play it a couple years ago, and I was kind of skeptical about it being a commercial release, because it's just like, how do you do that again and then expect me to pay for it? But even with just what I saw last night, like, there's way more scenarios in there. Like, they account for a thing I did early in the game to break the game that actually did work in the demo. Like, you could just... Or in the early one, in the mod, there were a couple things that the narrator didn't account for, but now he does, so they've definitely paid attention and fleshed it out. So, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how to, like, say how far I am or how much I've seen. Like, Well, let me put it this way. There's, like, 20 different endings. No, I think there's, like, 30. Yeah. There's a lot. I've seen half a dozen, maybe, so... I have more to play. I, but... I feel like I've seen like maybe fifteen. I okay. I found a few on my own because it's easy for you to kind of determine like, well, I went left here, so I know there must be something to the right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah. I just kind of looked up uh, like a map to do some of the other weird ones, like stuff I just not even thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say I have gone to an ending that has credits, and I kind of feel like that. That's kind of where I stopped. Significant. Did point. you? Yeah, okay. Did you get to I guess the the behind the scenes area? Like the museum. Yeah. That's the yeah, one I'm, I'm talking about. That. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, okay. that one has credits too? Like, it's not yeah, credits like rolling, there's but there's like walls credits. with credits. There, there are two endings I've seen at least with credits. Oh, okay, so I've seen, I guess, one of them. I have two then, so <laughs> I don't know. One, but, um, one is a traditional, like, crawling Oh, okay, I haven't seen credits. that one. Okay. I don't even remember how you get that one. Jeez. Well, so anyways, anyways, like, it's hard to remember how to get them. Cause right, because... Like... So another crazy thing that happens in the game is often because you're doing weird things, the narrator will be like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to restart the game. And then it will just restart. But what's kind of crazy is a lot of the times when you restart it, you, and you'll actually realize, oh, wait, this isn't a restart of the game. This is something new. And the narrator doesn't even know that either. Yeah. There's, so, there's literally mm-hmm. one ending where you restart the game, I think, like six times. Yes, I got in that one uh, as well. That's the one that was, you find that the weird was a really good game, one, right? Uh, n- the no, that's a different one. Okay, well, okay. I've done a lot okay. of. Well, stuff now we're just talking game. vaguely about weird, specific stuff, but yeah, it's I, it, it's weird. Like even if we say specific things, it's like, and like, it just makes we, no sense. Like everyone's just like yelling into their headphones that yeah. this is just nonsense. Worse. Did you did you get confusion? I guess I got confusion. That's like the six ending one, right? That. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah I've got the confusion ending. The well. other one you were talking about, I've gotten as well. I think that was actually the first one I got. Had... This conversation, like, even though I'm a part of it, it makes no sense. I, that's so... the best part, and that's what I love about Stanley Parable. It's so yeah. hard to describe, yet it's if you've played the game, you know exactly what we're talking about. So, right. would you recommend the buy? Yes. Yeah. Now, entertaining because it, it's normally about fifteen bucks. Uh, I don't know if the sale's still on, but it was twelve for the last week. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it if you have a friend that buys it or two friends that buy it. <laughs> Actually, one interesting thing I noticed, <clears throat> so John had it in his list of games. Yep. And then when Nathan bought it, John lost it and it went to Nathan. What? Oh, and weird. I think that's because Nathan sits higher in the alphabetical order of my list. Oh, that makes so sense. So I feel like if Paul buys anything you guys have, it'll always go to him because he's at the top, excluding mm-hmm. me, obviously. 
Yeah. But now okay. it's not in John's list anymore, and my, as far as Steam is concerned, Nathan owns that game. Weird. <laughs> Weird, okay. So you just took it so from John. learning the nuances of uh, Steam family sharing. But I, yeah. I don't know, like, I spent a solid, like, well, it was exactly 88 minutes with it, but that's like a movie, right? Here, I'll, I'll make, and I'm I'll make a definitive statement for people who are All right, on the fence quoting about him it. right here. Mm-hmm. You can if this... you want to get, if you want to just get a ending of the game and be done with it, the core ending of the game is like five minutes. Oh, really? There's an ending that's literally like two seconds from the beginning of the game. Oh, right, that one too. Well, Which... okay. Well, if you if you want the, I guess the recommended ending, this is a game about. The, I don't think there's a recommended ending. No, there. Well, I mean the the narrator's ending is what. I'll oh, call if you want to like go his route. Yeah, if okay. you want to go, if you want to oh, do, true. if you want to do the story by the one, book to get so, like the achievement for yeah. quote unquote anyway. beating the game, it takes like five minutes. Short game, but you can also but, mess that one up like three different times, or even at the very end, you can just choose the other option and stuff. Yeah, well, it's kind of a, it's about exploring the possibility space they give you, though. So there's tons of different things. Right? Yeah. So it, if, if you if you just want one it. ending, it's gonna take like five minutes or less. If you want to enjoy <laughs> <What> a non-definitive <laughs> statement. Yeah. yeah. If you want to enjoy the game fully for what it is designed for, it'll take a couple hours. Yeah. And, and but the thing is, you're not going to find every hours. ending unless you have help. Yeah. So well, you so, could. Some though, of them are if you well hidden. Explore it. So. Well, I mean, did I any know. of you get the console ending? I don't even. I, I, oh I've no! And I would never have known how to do that, so. or like I yeah, didn't even. I, I had to watch it. that one because I wasn't even. I wasn't going to touch that one. Right. I didn't want to. I didn't feel like typing shit. Um, I will say, okay, so kind of, I don't really know how much more we can say about this, but did you guys do the broom closet thing? Yes. That part's really good. Oh, uh, the part, like, I love how he's just like, welcome player two. Right, huh? yeah. No, it's yeah. pretty good. Oh. Um, okay, I it, stood in the broom closet for a bit, but again, you, I didn't, oh, you didn't, you didn't do the broom closet? Oh, you didn't do the long enough. Yeah, just okay. hang out in there for a while. He's got some pretty funny and dialogue And the narrator the will closet. keep talking, mm-hmm. and he'll just keep talking and talking, and it gets pretty funny. Because he gets kind okay. of annoyed. Did you yeah. did you ever walk past the broom closet multiple times? No. See, this is the weird thing. Just walking past an area multiple times changes it. I didn't know that. No. If you if you keep going in the broom closet, eventually he'll get so fed up he will board up the broom closet anytime you go through the story from there on out. Oh, amazing! That's okay. incredible. But okay, we can't say anything more. Yeah. Now this. we're spoiling. It, stuff, it's so, so yeah. There's a lot of great things. It's just. It's just like it's probably the one of the best exploration games because it's, it knows, it's a pretty good mindfuck game too. Gamers, you know, inherently they want to try and break it and see what's going to happen. If like you're they want to yeah. like, well, he's saying I should do this way. What if I just kill myself? Well, they're expecting you to just kill yourself. Yeah, that that's another thing. If you're the kind of person who loves breaking games, this is your game. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, it's pretty good. I definitely recommend I'm to play think, as though, well. Like, do you think this game is really most rewarding to people who have played a ton of games? Because you get what's going on. Like, I think it's it... more people who get, like, story tropes, because it's yeah. more about, like, narrative and Well, you're asking, like, could you show your parents this or something? Like, or, or, like, would someone without kind of context for how games usually work understand some of the jokes in there? Like, exactly. there's some kind of references I don't think they could. to very specific, like, game design and, like, game storytelling like, mishaps or whatever. Like, I don't want to get, like, I'm pretty sure there's a pretty explicit Mass Effect joke in there, in the museum area. But like no one would get that unless they played that game. So I don't. I don't think they would because, like I said, a lot of things they're playing with is stuff that we we kind of expect the opposite, or or you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So 
I think so. Like they might not subvert it, and that's kind of the point. So then they'll just be like, "Oh, it's like a five minute game." You're just like, "No, no, no! You're supposed to not do what it says." Here, here's the thing. I got a friend of mine to buy it, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Dude, you're like, you'll have blast." This is like a day, or the, either the day I got it or the day after. Yeah. And I watched him three times in a row do the cor- like the quote unquote correct. Like, ending. just listen to the narrator. Yeah, he listened to the narrator every single time. And he just kept doing this over and over. Was he having fun? Like, why why would you do that? He was like, like he was trying at different things each time he went through, but he was like still staying on the path. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So like he, yeah, he just made sure to always listen to the narrator. It was just like, why are you doing this over and over again? The fun is like not doing it. And I realized he was also just kind of doing it just that that's his way of messing around with the game. So this, this conversation has actually reminded me, there's a game called the path that is like a horror game about Red Riding Hood or whatever, that mm-hmm. kind of does the same thing, but with way less humor in it. So, well, like, it is a horror game. Play that? Yeah, but it like it literally does the same thing, where it's just like, well, if you just stay on the path, it's a five-minute game, but you lost, essentially, because you didn't do anything. And, like, I don't know. Like, th- this seems like a better iterate, like version of that kind of subversion of expectations or whatever, but, yeah, I... In the odd chance someone out there has played the path and was like, well, that was kind of neat. You should also play this. I don't know. I don't know if that's a person, but hey, the path is a game that has been out for several years, but apparently you guys haven't played it. So. I've heard of it. That's it. I okay. saw it in your Steam list. Yeah, you could play it, uh, but you played a funnier version of it already. So maybe I also don't really like horror games, so I think I'm good. It's not It's not that creepy, but okay. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, Stanley Parable. And the All demo. Right. So check out the demo, I guess. Yeah, the demo is that. completely new content compared to the game. Right. and It, it, it might as well be considered a standalone game. Yeah. yeah. Fair well, enough. that's what happened is so. I played the demo first, and then I put it in my wish list. And then I was like, I wonder, this seems like a game Nathan would have bought. I wonder if it's in there. And then John had it. And I was like, oh, well, there we go. Problem okay. solved. Yep. So, anyway, yeah, so I played some other games this week. Yep, yeah, yeah. What? What? Um... Get a short one out of the way. Uh, John owns Cloudberry Kingdom, so I own mm-hmm. Cloudberry Kingdom. <laughs> so I played some of that. What'd you think? I am nowhere near your high score. Holy shit. Keep in mind, I did that for a competition. Right, you're still sixth in the world. Just Wait, what? You're, you're curious. Yep. That's hilarious. So I was like, all right, I'm going through, and I made it to level, like, I don't, like, I, I played a bit of the story, and then I tried just the arcade mode, which that's the one where it just goes forever, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I played a bit of that. I got to, like, level, like, 51 or something. And I was like, all right, I got a couple hundred thousand points. Let's see what the high score of my friends are. John has, like, 2.5 million. Not that high, but... I'm pretty sure it's that high. I'm going to have to double-check that, because I don't think my score ever got that high. It's it's not a big deal, but you're you're still sixth in the world, and if you're that's, curious. That's still hilarious, because I got second in that competition. Well, a few other people have passed you now, I guess. Yeah, and um, one of the people past me was a dev, I believe, so. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, I like the music in that game quite a bit. Yeah, I really like the soundtrack too, but considering how much I had to play that game to get that high score, it kind of drained on me after I even a while. Found, yeah, no, myself, I even found that they only have kind of like three songs. That, I think there's ten, I think, looking in the folder. Oh, okay, but, well, maybe uh, I unlock more You hear it also often because you how the ma- nature of the game. I'm also stuck in the story when you get the rolling levels. Mm-hmm. Those are insane. That's oh, dude, they get worse. That's ju- but that's just stupid. You're just on a wheel the whole time. I hate it. That it's, it's a challenging platform. It's really challenging. You're right. It is super challenging. Um, 
and the kind of intro movie to the story, and it's all like puppets. That was cute, so I liked that. Um, but yeah, so I don't have a ton, uh, much more to say about uh, Clapper Kingdom. I do have a lot to say about Pokemon X. Is it like Mega Man X? Not at all. Is it like X Men? Kind of. Is it like Mega Man X Men? Actually, yeah, there's like different elemental powers in it, so it's kind of like X Men. Yeah, it's kind of like X Men. Yeah, tell us about the Pocket Mans. Pocket Mans. uh, uh, I've put 27 hours into that game. Holy crap! Are you reviewing it or are you just playing for fun? I'm just playing for fun. Okay. Um, I have. It's not very good, huh? I have six gym badges. It's pretty great. No, I yeah. (laughs) 27. This is a really good Pokemon game. Um, you can run anywhere you want now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier the game, I'll say that. But first things Everyone, first. Everyone's been saying that. Yeah. Well, catching Pokemon, you get experience. Like, what is up with that? That's like, oh man, these kids. It was kind of a similar thing. Like, uh, there's a penny arcade joke about that, where it's just like, kind of like back in my day, we had to earn our experience and whatnot, whereas they're just kind of handing it out. And I kind of feel that way because, man, catching, getting experience off catching Pokemon, nah. You kids have it lucky. I'm pretty like sure the yeah, incentive should just it up. be yeah. You got a new Pokemon. You don't yeah. need experience. There's also only like 70 new Pokemon, so you can get huh. all the new ones pretty quickly, which is super weird. The weirdest thing, though, is I cannot trade with uh, Pokemon games from the past generations until December 27th. That uh, storage box or whatever they're doing? Well, they're doing Pokemon Bank, and they're doing just normal trading. Doesn't unlock until December 27th. I guess they're doing that just so people don't transfer over their hyper-powerful Pokemon, and it kind of balances out all the other funky things they're doing. The game is already easy. Like, I don't know. It's just, it just kind of sucks, because there's a lot of, like, I want to get some eggs, but I don't have Ditto yet, and I need Ditto from my old game, and anyway, you get rollerblades. Rollerblades are way too fast, and you cannot take them off. But then you just use the D-pad to move. I don't want to do that. This is the 3DS. I've used the D-pad all my life, and I'm tired of it. Well, learn to alternate. I I shouldn't have to. They should just let me take the rollerblades off. Like, holy shit. That does sound weird. Like, my issue with Heart Gold was I was going too slow, but if you're permanently going too fast... Yeah, and it's really hard problem. to do, like, really precise movements, like go inside of a door. Because <laughs> every time you're like, hey, I'm just going to go around this. Oh, now I'm on the other side of the door. Shit. It's like, hold up. I got to line up and skate right at it. Exactly. That's, that's weird. Exactly. Okay. But, so yeah, you can use the D-pad and you'll start walking again, but it's like, why can't I just take these off? This is the most, like, it's like a weird Animal Crossing thing of, no, you, this is how it is. Don't ask questions. Huh. It is Nintendo. They did make both. Yeah, so, I don't know. Anyway, um, it looks really great. different? Like, the look of it? The look of it's a lot different. Um... The world like that you're playing through is pretty big. There's a lot more towns and stuff to go through, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked Fennekin, and that was a mistake because its third form evolution is dumb looking. And I wish I picked the frog. Froki. Froki, yeah. He yeah. his third form is a frog ninja, <laughs> and he looks awesome. Should have done your homework. Mine looks like a fox in a dress with a magic wand. Did you go in not knowing what their final evolutions were? <laughs> no, I went in looking what their first evolutions and was like, this thing must look cool, and fire and psychic is just a cool combination. <laughs> a fox with a magic wand sounds okay to me. But... No, it's oh, it's not. It's, it's dumb. It's this weird wizard thing, and I don't like it. 
I don't like Fox it. Wizard, again, you're saying things that sound great, but... No, okay. what sounds great is a frog ninja! That sounds awesome! It does look pretty cool. Fox Wizard, type it into Google. What do I get? <laughs> <laughs> That's a dangerous <laughs> road to go down, Nathan. This is pretty rad. Anyway. Oh, he's got like a pointy hat. Anyway. Uh, whatever the Pokemon is doesn't have a pony hat, I'll say that. Oh, okay. That's a shame. Totally ruined. He's not also, fourth on this list, Ralph Bakshi's Wizards. So, amazing. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so Pokemon's awesome. I'm having a lot of fun it. with it. Um, it's, you know, Pokemon's the perfect podcasting game. So I'm getting through a lot of that, a lot of TV shows and whatnot while playing right. it. Sean, I will say this. I got, you got X, right? I got X. I ended up getting Y. Whoa! Yeah, I caved. Whoa! Yeah. You know so what? I, People hmm. caving to Pokemon, it's pretty common, it seems. <laughs> yeah, I, I skipped black and white, both of them, so I'm like, alright, well, maybe I'll give this one a shot. I heard they like made a lot of changes in black and white that I would like, so maybe this will be the one. Have you been playing but, it? you'll find out why I haven't when we get to my games. Okay. Okay. Well, um, the other thing I will say, so it is kind of annoying that there is so few new Pokemon, especially because I'm used to black and white, which what they did with that is they said only new Pokemon until you beat the Elite Four. So every time I got into battle anything, it was something new or that I haven't wasn't used to. But because there's only 70 new ones and they don't have that rule, I'm getting a lot of like, oh, it's a Pidgey. Man, I played with Pidgey like 12 years ago. I'm tired of Pidgey. But does Pidgey look way better? I, but it, it, Pidgey looks... it, they're doing that just to play on nostalgia, aren't they? I heard this is a pretty nostalgia-heavy game. I feel like every game that Nintendo makes is a nostalgia-heavy game. Well, I mean, specifically <laughs> this one. I don't... More so. like I don't You, know, you get, more. like, the original starters. You do get an original starter. You know what? I don't care about the original starters, because I own red, blue, and yellow. Keep in mind, other And fire do. red. No, leaf green. So keep, keep in mind, other people do. Well, your experience does not necessarily relate. You're right. To anyone else? Nintendo. Fo- I kind of appreciate the fact that you kind of get the original starters, because then it's like, well, at least I know one Pokemon. I know for sure what to expect. Well, you know what? There's only so many times I can run into a Zubat before I'm gonna kill somebody. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Zubats are always been fucking annoying. Zubat is bullshit. All right. I heard like the new group battles where there's like five of them at once. Five <laughs> Zubats. Always in the dark cave. First thing you bump into. It's the only thing you bump into. And now you bump into five of them at once. You're like, man, can't believe I just took out five Zubats. They were pretty easy. And, you know, I caught one because I needed it in my Pokebet decks. Oh, guess what? Five more Zubats. <laughs> Fuck. Non-stop Zubats. Zubats are such bullshit. Also, there's a Pokemon called Clef Key. And the concept of it is it looks like a key ring with keys. <laughs> okay. So I think they're running out of Pokemon ideas, guys. Sorry to say. Anyway, but I'm having a lot of fun. I know it doesn't I'm sound like to, that. What's that Chimchar? That was a good one. The Fire Monkey? It's a Fire Monkey. That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The naming. I like it. Whatever. Sorry sorry to interrupt. I was yeah. left in the dust for a while there. Pokemon. I'm having a lot of fun. I know I'm complaining a lot, but I have put 27 hours into this game. Um, in like one week? or how In many days one week. Had it? I bought it okay. on the weekend, so less than a week. There There's also go, Street Pass. You can uh, get Poke Miles. Oh my god. Actually, really? okay, here's some cool things that I remember. I was trying to think of, like, what? Do, why do I like this game again? I like this game because the bottom screen, 
You can just battle or trade with your friends. You do not have to go to the Pokemon Center anymore. Ooh. In fact, there isn't any, like, trade section in the Pokemon Center. That's just gone. Um, you just do everything on the bottom. So if you have a friend online, you can just say, hey, you want to trade? And then they'll trade and your box will be there. You do not need to have the Pokemon with you. It's just everything that you own, you have access to and you can trade or battle. Which, that's fantastic. That's something that I wasn't expecting because that's a great streamlined idea and Nintendo doesn't know what streamlined means. Case in point, Animal Crossing, every one of them. Um, uh, I, I'd argue with how easy they made getting experience, though, was their idea of streamlining. In, that you do get a lot of experience. You get the XP share, like, in 20 minutes, and it works for... It's, an, it's basically an XP all. So I have... Man, again, there's only 70 new Pokemon, and every new Pokemon I have, I have it fully evolved, because ex, they're just handing out experience. I'm I surprised I don't get experience when I game. lose. But Another cool thing is you can send O powers to the people who are online. Um, which this is kind of just like, hey, I'm going to give you a boost, which can range from things like, I'm going to make your Pokemon stronger for three minutes, or I'm going to allow you to capture Pokemon more easily for three minutes. And by sending those to other people, if you send it enough, you can level up that so that you can send better upgrades to people, and then people will send stuff to you. So so because I have a lot of the people from top-down respective on my friends list, people are kind of constantly sending me like health upgrades, so my Pokemon are always like fully healed. So thanks, guys. That's really great. Um, you guys yeah, I saw send... you were posting on the Twitter about Pokemon a lot. Yeah, well, we were tra- a lot of us are trading friend codes on the Facebook group. So if you guys have not traded your friend codes, you should get in on our Facebook group, which is just Facebook search top-down respective. And then we'll trade friend codes, and then you guys can send me more experience points. And <laughs> I'll send one of you more experience points. But who will it be? I don't know. I can send a whole bunch. Dun-dun-dun. Um, and the last thing that is just super weird... And it's kind of cool. It's the thing called Wonder Trade, where you basically it matches you up with a random person, and you pick a Pokemon and you send it out, and you don't know what you're gonna get back. That seems kind of crazy. It's super weird, and you'd think a lot of people are just giving you crappy Pokemon. I've been getting some kind of like I don't know middle ranged Pokemon, but it's just but even if you get a crappy Pokemon, you can just send it out into the randomness again and get something else. I've heard a lot of people have just been sending out like Bidoofs. That's probably what is going to happen. I have actually, to be fair, I haven't gotten a single Bidoof. Are those um, worse than Zubats? Like what? They're just like a rank? joke on the internet. Yeah, oh, Bidoofs okay. are basically like Rattatas, except uh, they look retarded. Yo, where does Centret rank? Uh, he I, is in fact a Pokemon. He's a Pokemon. Yeah, That's or correct. she. Are are they good or no? Uh, I think they can learn Surf, so they're not bad. Okay, just wondering. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Wonder Trade is just super wacky, um, and I kind of like that it's in there. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so Pokemon X, and I'm going to keep playing a lot of that. And I downloaded it. John, did you download it or buy it? Bought it. I downloaded it. It was a huge download. How big? It's like four gigs or something, I think. Oh, man. Right, because they don't go by gigs, they go by blocks. I just heard like people saying, I think it's like three or four gigs. So I don't know the exact date, but <clears throat> and how much matter. memory can a 3ds have? Like, is it as much as gig? your SD card can hold? Yeah, but mine's, it, mine's got it... a mine has a 32 gig. It comes the original one came with uh, I want to say two. It comes with two, oh, okay. four, four. I think mine came with two. Are you sure it came with four? Maybe, maybe that's the XLs. I don't have an XL. I got a 
we should have the same 3DSs. I already changed my memory card. I have a 32 gig now. So do I. Okay. Huh. Well, I, I want to think back, like, to DSi, they capped out at, like, 8 gigs, though, right? Like, they couldn't handle SD like card. Yeah. Now, th- these can handle high-capacity SD, but I think they they lock the ability to go higher or something like that. I forget what the limitation is. There is oh, some okay. sort of weird limitation, but I forget if it's set by SD card standards or by Nintendo. Okay. But, so there okay. is a limitation for the 3DS? Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't like, I don't know if the 64 high capacity SD cards work or not. I think they do, but I'm not 100 percent sure. They might have had to patch that in. Okay. Four gigs of Pokemon. Got so it. Yeah, make sure you have a big SD card. But I do, so that's good. I heard, I heard that there's more glitches associated with the digital version than there is the physical. Uh, the only glitch I know is there's a save bug with one of the cities that they just patched out this morning. Oh, it is patched now? There's you, Version 1.1 is on the eShop if you want to download it, yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe they've already resolved Man, it. Man, Nintendo games and patches. I know. Dude, I got a patch for Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga yesterday. I was like, what? Oh, okay. There you go. Apparently, there was a glitch in that game. I didn't realize it. Uh, That's all I played this week. That was a lot. Yeah, holy crap. That was 40 minutes worth of just my games. Nathan, take it away. Hey, guys. Um, I also played that Stanley Parable. So, oh man, let's talk about Stanley Parable for another twenty. Yeah. Minutes. So the mod, anyway. Um, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I started playing that. Nice. Didn't you play you this think... last week? I thought you played this. Um, he was, I think he was considering starting it last week. Yeah, I'd received it last week. I don't know if I played it yet, but I played more of it anyway. I finished the first mansion. Um, Great. There's like five. Yeah. I think I'm the last one is one. just a boss though. So there's four. Okay. I don't know. I don't like how it's mission-based. That's kind of bumming me out. But that's how the first one was. But you were always in the mansion, weren't you? Yeah, but there was only so many parts of the mansion you could go to at a time. It well, was I know. Just, it just covered up the fact that it was mission-based better. I know, yeah, maybe maybe that's all it is. You don't but like, like the, I don't the new like... aesthetics of a different mansion? Or, like, this is the Ice Mansion? Or I guess you're not there yet, but... I'm not at... Oh, there's an Ice Mansion? Spoilers. Jeez. There are, oh. Yeah, there's at least five mansions. No, I'm just... Whatever. I, I guess it's just... It keeps, like, pulling me out of the experience. Like, it's just like, hey, let's beam you back. Let's go. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I was kind of enjoying this mansion. But, all right. Thanks, Professor Egad. Like, I, I don't know. That it's compartmentalized for, like, portable gaming is just not what I... Like, Even the then, it's one. not compartmentalized enough, I'd argue, because it still takes like 20 minutes. Yeah, the they're, first like time tw- through. they're like 20 minute missions, pretty pretty typically, but I, I don't know. I think that, if we that, put it to a vote, kind of I think, Nathan, me. you're just wrong. No, it, like me and GameSpot are kind of not fully into it. I checked other reviews on it, just to see like how people are feeling. Speaking of GameSpot um, reviews, this is like super sideways here. Okay. Did you guys see the uh, Bioshock Infinite review? No? no. It came out like a week or two ago. What? And it got Are like a reviewing? four. <laughs> what? Yeah, That's Tom amazing. McShay at GameSpot gave uh, <clears throat> Bioshock Infinite like a four like a week or two ago. Which just seems <laughs> super weird. Because it's like, what does that review serve to anyone? Wait, like, how did they it just seems like out when just... the game came out? Sorry? How did they not have a review out when the game came out? I don't know why. Um... He he kind of contextualizes it that he Bioshock One is one of his favorite games, so he's mm-hmm. judging it a bit more harshly. But just like, isn't the like kind of reviewing it at this point just kind of seems like I need to complain and I need people to listen to me complain. No, well, you are going to listen to me. 
I don't know. Like, you don't have to read it. I do kind of like that because it's, like, more of a game theory type thing as opposed to, like, a purchasing advice thing. I think at this point, if you're going to buy Bioshock Infinite, you've probably already bought Bioshock Infinite. For sure. Unless, unless you're waiting for, like, a Steam sale. Well, a lot of people do wait for Steam. But, like, you know, the legacy of this game going forward, like, I don't know. This far after the fact, you might have a more kind of grounded reaction as opposed to, like, oh, man, I'm caught up in this hype storm. This is amazing sci-fi action. And it's just like, uh, it's, it's okay. Like, you know, five years from now, will anyone will be talking about Bioshock Infinite? Who knows? But Tom McShay has opinions. I don't know. I've anyway, that was just this. super side note. I just wanted to bring that up. But anyway, so Luigi's Maybe Mansion. he's the guy who gave Luigi's Mansion a 6.5. I don't know. But uh, I, I don't know. I am having a less than compelling time with it overall. And I'm kind of bummed I, out. Have you tried the multiplayer yet? Probably not. No, there's multiplayer. Multiplayer's pretty good, yep. Yeah. Huh. But Uh, I forget if you can even get paired up with random people or if you have to play with friends. No, you can do random. I only played with random people. Okay. Okay. I only played with friends, so. Well, some of us don't have that many friends. I'm I'm sorry. Is it worth, like, I'm trying to think. Isn't that just like a Nintendo Land thing where the ghosts sneak up on people? I think I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Like, what does this multiplayer look like? It's cooperative. Oh, okay. Hmm. Treasure hunting, plundering mansions. I guess maybe that, like, in a weird way, that was kind of one of my sticking points with this game, is, like, the stakes are really low. Like, why is Luigi going in this mansion? Because Egad wants money or something? Like, it doesn't... No, Egad needs help because the Dark the crystal. Moon... crystal! Yeah, the Dark Moon's broken, and as a result, broke. all the ghosts that were nice are, have turned evil. Well, yeah, like, they're not helping him with his research anymore. So are you just saying you also terrorizing everyone evil? in the town. Well, in like ghosts? Nightmare Valley, why would you live there? Like it's Ghost Valley, man. Why would anyone live in Gotham City? But you know what? Tons of I people don't know. do. Why? It's like worse than Detroit. It doesn't make sense. But whatever. I I don't know. Like in the first one, his brother was in trouble, which is kind of the go-to Nintendo dilemma: is somebody got kidnapped. But something about that was like, yeah, like that's something that would matter enough to Luigi to make him do something he doesn't want to do, which is go into this scary-ass mansion. But to it- be fair, he also kind of didn't have a choice in doing this. He also kind of got kidnapped, essentially. In the first one? No, in this one. Well, yeah, no, in this one, Egad just steals him. He's h- hanging out at home watching TV. So Luigi is, in fact, the princess in this game. Kinda. Like, Egad's weird. He's just like, hey, Luigi, you're gonna help me deal with ghosts. And he's just like, no, I'm gonna hang out at home and watch TV. And he's like, really, no, you're not. the guy who made Pixeltron. Flood as uh, not being weird? You didn't see that one in the past? No, Egad's a weird dude, but I don't know. Unless this game ends with you fighting him, and just be like, leave me alone. I want to stay home. I'm Luigi. I don't like ghosts. I don't know if you know. I'm scared all the time. Like, I, I don't know. Luigi's a strange guy. Actually, that was the other thing. Maybe Luigi secretly gets a thrill out of all of this. He's a big fan. He loves adventuring. Because why would he go back? Why does he keep going out there to adventure? It's the year of Luigi, and this, I think, was the best game. Just saying. It's better than Dream Team? Yeah, I, I like. I had more fun with it, yeah. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll go back at some point, but I don't know. Like, the way it kept chopping up everything was just kind of like, I, I don't know. This isn't how what I remember. This is not... Luigi's Mansion. I have, oh, here's the thing, though. Go now that you've said this, go back and play the original Luigi's Mansion and see how it feels. Like, do they keep kind of stopping you and saying, like, "Hey, man"? Good yeah, job. no. If I remember correctly, the original Luigi's Mansion kept stopping you a bunch, and they also oh, okay. punch you in the stomach a lot, which that just hurts. Yeah, what? 
They're also kind of jerks. They steal your lunch money. Yeah, <laughs> which you you can't you don't remember that because rose tinted goggles of nostalgia, but it's in mm-hmm. there. No, I'm not saying like the original Luigi's Mansion is necessarily like amazing. It's just this it like does have a different structure than that one does, like with the multiple mansions and the mission screen and all that stuff. Which I don't know. I don't play games that way, even portable games. Like I don't play these on the bus. I don't do that. So that it's designed with that in mind is just not you know, in sync with what I'm about. Like, I sit at home, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in bed playing some Luigi's Mansion before I go to sleep. I don't, I don't know. Do you hate fun? No. I like fun, <laughs> but... No, I, I believe that, actually. <laughs> that I don't like fun? Yeah. But Stanley, Por- Stanley Parable's fun, right? Stanley right. Parable's more of a mindfuck, to be fair. Okay, you know what else is fun? Spelunky. Alright, so let's game. talk about Spelunky. Okay. Yeah, I got the Steam version of that, which has the daily challenges. Oh, so I got the Steam version of that. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations, Sean. You, you should try out those daily challenges, and then we'll see how, you know, Friends Leaderboards and all that stuff. Um, how does it compare to the Xbox version? Because I know you play the Xbox version a bunch, at least yeah, over at Paul's. It's essentially the same, but it also has the daily challenge stuff, which is pretty sweet, because it's actually, like, the only way to really weigh your Spelunky skills against anyone else, because it's always random, so it's just like... I don't know, I made it to World 4 on this one, but it might have also just been a lucky roll. Like, it might have just been an easy set of mazes or whatever. Whereas this is like, no, everyone gets the same labyrinth to go through, and you only made it two levels in, you're not good. Or whatever. Like, you know that as a fact. And that's great. I don't know. I made it to the fourth one once. But (laughs) I get to kind of game it because, because I own it, Brittany owns it too. So I just can log in on another profile and try again. Oh, okay. Subverts it, but at the, at the same time, it doesn't really help my case because I am always the test one so far. So I get to like the second level, and then I play on a different profile and get to way further. So yeah, but hey, I guess know. what vehicle I just found in Saints Row? I what? A magic broom. Nice. <laughs> I'm just flying around the city on this magic broom. Why does it sound like a jet, or is that your Xbox? That's my Xbox. Oh, and if you switch modes, it becomes, like, super sonic fast. (laughs) It also has a seat on it, so it's a magic broom, like, super designed to ride. Is it going to make you, like, chase a Quidditch? I have no idea. I think it's called Salem. I I could see them, like, trying to sneak in some goofy Harry Potter reference like that. That's that's not a... I don't think it's a Harry Potter reference, but more of a life reference. No, no, Quidditch. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Salem, but... No. Salem Witch Trial. Um, but yeah, okay. Spelunky's still Spelunky, but I am playing more of it again, and I like it. Um, I guess on the roguelike front, I started dabbling with Don't Starve. Um, that seems compelling. I like the structure and stuff, but I'm, I'm terrible. Like, I just always... Darkness falls, and I don't know how to make fire, and I just die. So, I installed this game. One of you guys had it. Uh, that, that would probably be me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Don't starve. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely want to take around with it some more, but yeah, it's basically just they drop you into a world that is randomly generated. You wander around and are trying to survive, and eating food is fine. Like, I, I've, I am not starving, but I am getting eaten by whatever monster lives in the darkness. So, yeah, you're trying to kind of just live as long as you can, and I kind of like how open that is, but... I'm still trying to figure out kind of basic interactivity of some of the stuff. Like, it doesn't really help you that much, which is kind of cool, because you just kind of figure out what you can do. Yeah, this seems like something you would want. 
Yeah, yeah. So I am I am kind of interested in going back to that, but I've only played a maybe three turns of that. Like, yeah, Maxwell keeps dying. Um, uh, Device Six. That is a game I. Oh, you played playing. that? A little bit. It's what? Oh. What is this? I've heard the name. It's a by the Yearwalk guys. It's an iOS yeah. game. It's uh, Simogo's new game, and yeah, the Yearwalk guys. I really liked uh, Yearwalk's companion app finale to that game. Like, I know you guys haven't finished it yet, right? Like, did you? Uh, it's still. I'm still kind of waiting for a sale. <laughs> okay. Um, Yearwalk. I'm not gonna get into how the story ends. All I, I will, all I will say is it has a secondary app that comes with it that involves a right. lot of reading. Um, this is basically like a weird interactive novel. Device 6, which seems to be kind of them elaborating and going further and further down this kind of path they started with some of the Yearwalk stuff. And yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, it's you're basically just reading a book, but the the book is kind of forcing you to twist the iPhone around, and like, there's kind of weird audio key, like clues and stuff, and like little puzzle things that you'll find. Like, it's like a really inventive choose-your-own-adventure conceit. And I am totally stuck in that game, <laughs> but I will go back and try to figure it out. Like I'm, I'm almost wondering if rereading and kind of going over your previous stuff again and again and kind of figuring it out that way is part of the game, or I'm just slow and not figuring it out. This game's also on iPad. Do you think it would be better on that, or does it matter? Uh, probably. I mean, you just there's really simple visuals in it, but it's more like a. Maybe maybe with a little more space to kind of just appreciate the form, poetry, look of some of the text and stuff. Like, it, it'll just do some stuff with the font and whatever that's like, you know, the character goes down some stairs and then, like, the writing will look like stairs kind of thing. Like, it'll so what's the actual game format play? everything. The gameplay is scrolling around with your phone and reading and paying attention. Okay. So it's, it's kind of a weird thing to recommend is like, hey man, this is a great video game, but it's more like, this is a really neat audiobook experience. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a cool thing, but I haven't gotten past, like, I, it's hard to really judge, like, five, ten minutes, like, I'm kind of stuck on the second puzzle, so okay. I will struggle through that and see where it goes. Um, and also, I went on a trip to, like, an arcade of my youth, Castle Fun Park in Abbotsford, British Columbia, and played a bunch of arcade games there. Simpsons Bowling, yo. I'm oh, so this is not an actual game. It's just you went to an arcade jamboree. Yeah, there's no such game as arcade jamboree. I don't know. I was hoping there was such a thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to raise hopes like that. I just went to an arcade, and it was sort of a jamboree. They had skee-ball, dude. They had so much skee-ball. I'm, I got I'm terrible at skee-ball. I am not great at ski ball. Can you really be out. good at ski ball? Yeah. I assume there's some bowling people that like ski ball is like their mini golf. I also I played guess. mini golf, and I, I like for the first time. Uh, I'd be down for some mini golf. Yo, I got a hole in one on the 18th hole and won a free game. It was nice. Awesome. Did you actually play it though? What? The, the free, free game. game? Well, we got to use it on a different course there, so yeah. Oh, because the they have I've more than one mini golf course. Whenever I got the free game on the 18th hole. It was already, like, late at night or something, or, like, we were tired of mini-golf, so yeah. we just never used it. Well, like, redoing the same course is always kind of lame, so, yeah, I, I get you. But, yeah, no, this place, again, Castle Fun Park, I was really impressed with how this place has kept up over the years. Like, it was one of those things where, like, I went there when I was, like, five, and, like, several times since then, but you kind of just assume it can't be as good as you remembered. Like, it's just like, I was a little kid, there's no way, but they've actually kept it together pretty well. 
And yeah, they have three uh, mini golf courses there. We did two nice. of them. Um, there's a jungle-themed one we didn't get to go see, but I think there's a dinosaur in it now. So good for them. Updating their jungle. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just a, a bunch of random stuff. Uh, you know, Pac-Man, Frogger. You know. Have you guys been to Asoyas in BC? No. What? Oh, it's in the Okanagan. It has a sweet mini golf course. Okay. No, wait. I have not played any mini golf in BC, which makes me sad. Because every time I go through BC, it's always to go to Seattle. Oh. There was there was some talk of a mini golf place called Scandia, which I don't know if that's what you're talking. But I guess there is lineage between the people who owned this place and the founders of that golf course, which is also supposed to be pretty good. Okay. I don't but know the name of this one, so I don't know. Okay. But yeah, man, BC is apparently the place for mini golf, and I like golf. So that's not really a video game, though. But there were also video games there. Simpsons Bowling, I'll say it again. For some reason, I've been weirdly obsessed with that game every time I go there. I didn't get a perfect game. I got 11 strikes and one spare. Ooh. So close. But, yeah. Anyway. 5-pin or 10-pin? Well, it's it's Simpsons. I think it's 10-pin. Um, oh. You also got special radioactive... Yeah, wait, did you think Nathan was actually bowling? Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually also have a bowling alley there. Like, they have a See? little bowling thing there that I also did. Um, I didn't do very well. It was five. Or, no, it was ten pin. I got in second place of the three of us. My sister won. She also beat me at go-karting. Uh, oh, yeah, I went go-karting for the first time ever. That's fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never hey, went you before. Have ever gone laser tagging? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. So I've at least had that experience, which, yeah, it's kind of weird being like, oh, yeah, I've never done this. I never drove the little car. I mean, I've driven real cars now, so this is not, but you don't so get there's no turning back cars. now. You have to just smash everything when you drive. <laughs> I, I didn't actually smash anybody, but I almost hit a guy. He was kind of jackknifed weird on the track. Are you one of the, are, were you just a go-karter that's like super cautious? Wait, you almost hit a person, not no. the car, but the person itself? The ca- a car, a dude in a car. Not, that, not and that's the whole point, you know. You bump into other people. No, it says do not bump on the thing. So yeah, yeah most so? most go kart places are like don't actually hit any other cars. I will flag. You. I guess I'll also say one of the main reasons I haven't go karted like ever was a friend of mine in like grade two was in a go karting accident and he was fine, I guess generally, but he was beat up for a while. So I was like, that's bad. That'll happen. I will flip my car. I'm, I'm not gonna. So go-kart. You're just scarred for life. Yeah, by proxy. Like friend of mine gets hurt. All right, I'm never gonna do this activity until I can't, I'm I can't drive ever again. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth it. And they have to come out of retirement to save someone's life. And yeah. I guess full disclosure, I did real bad. I started in first, like pole position. By the end of it, last place. So nice. I just let everyone go past. No Something sense getting rowdy. Me you were just going like half speed the whole time. Yeah, just, just like, quietly no, driving this is, around. This is fast enough. I'm having fun. <laughs> no, my the pedal was all the way down, like all the time. It's just once you're in a place, you you are not passing anybody. That's like true. Yeah, no, those go-karts are, like, limited to, like, 30 kilometers. Yeah, so it's just, it's like, all about all right, the turns. It is all about the turns. And I, I finally started figuring out a couple of the turns, like, late in the 10 minutes or whatever, and then it was over, Dude, so. you have watched every Fast and the Furious movie. You should have got this. I should have figured out You should have drifting. just hit the Nas and then drove <laughs> underneath the semi. I did miss would have the been Nas fine. button. You're right. I should have looked for it, but I don't know. You've been training all your life with these movies. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and burnout and whatever. Anyway, I think that's it for stuff I played. So, John, take All us right. home. I <laughs> apparently someone's really excited to talk about my games. Yeah. Uh, so I obviously I played Stanley Parable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend over, so we ended up playing Lego Batman Two for a while. Oh, okay, that explains that. That's good co-op business. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And then you. It was okay. fun. Actually, they uh they had a lot of cutscenes. I forgot this was the first one where they started talking. I was just gonna say, and they talk, yeah. And it was Should Legos cool. talk? <laughs> it's not that bad, honestly. All right, like, so now you're stoked can't... for the Lego movie. Oh yeah, totally. Is it goofy voices? Like, how do they? Well, some of them are. Like, I mean, Lex Luthor is Clancy Brown, okay. who played him in the cartoon series. Hmm. Uh, Joker's a different voice actor. Batman and Robin are both different voice actors than what I'm used to, at least. Okay, I got another super tangent. Okay. okay. It, relates to, it relates to the Justice League. So. All right. So All right. sort of. Yeah, I gotcha. Sort of related. Okay, so did you guys ever watch Justice League Unlimited? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so there's no. this. There's this one part where the Flash gets his mind swapped with Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. And then, so Lex is, like, running around like, oh, crap, where am I? What's going on? Oh, I'm in the Flash's body. And he runs into a uh, bathroom, and he's like, I'm finally going to find out who the Flash is. And he lifts up the Flash's mask, and he stares at himself, and then he just goes, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> which, I've seen I've seen that clip. Which makes so much sense, because why would he know who this random guy is, right? Yeah, like, if he ever sees him again... Then he'll be like, oh, He shit. might be like, oh, wait, I remember you're the Flash, but this is also, like, North America, so, like... Yeah. The chance... But it's just... Because it's not really something that you think of, right? Because you're so used to their secret identity, you think, like, man, if anyone sees you, you're just done. But, yeah, he just picks it up. I have no idea who this is. Mm-hmm. And then the episode just keeps going. And I just... I always thought that was so funny and just such a good idea. Well, that's a good observation on, yeah, like, superheroes always being worried about their masks staying on, but... If it didn't, it probably wouldn't matter that much. I mean, maybe now, in a world of social networking, like it's like, yo, I just tweeted out this photo. This is the Flash. Yeah. But, Like, yeah. Google face recognition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But no, like, the writers on that show were really sharp. Are the writers of Lego Batman 2 as sharp? Uh, there's a lot of good jokes in there. Are it's the, the same, Lego pieces as sharp? It's the same writing sharp? that you would... Oh, really? <laughs> it's the same writing that you expect from the previous Lego games, just, you know, with dialogue now. I have not, I've never played a Lego game to completion. I just kind of jump around a bit. Completion or story completion? Because I finished, I beat. Yeah, there, there's a big difference. Yeah. No, sorry. I mean, like, any kind of, like, I Wait, like, not even Lego like, Rock Band? Like, like, 20 hours difference. Yeah, no. I, I mean, like, I get two, three levels in to, like, Lego Star Wars is the ones I've dabbled with. And just be like, this is so boring. Like, this is not, there's no demands here at all. I, I enjoy the Lego games, but I can see why people would not be too driven to, like... I think I enjoy them. one Lego game every, like, three years. Okay, yeah, that's I, I've it. beaten Lego Batman 1 and Lego Indie 1 to completion. Those are the only ones I've actually completed. Like, collected all the stuff and everything? Yeah, but then again, those were also, like, some of the shorter ones. Okay. They've, they've gotten longer and longer throughout the Lego years. City Undercover. I'm still scared to start that one. It's a big game. It is. But no, I had a good time playing Lego Batman 2. Uh, cool. If that friend comes back over, we'll probably continue that at some point. Uh, after that, I was going to go get Pokemon Y. Uh-huh. And as I got ready to play it, I realized that there was a new Pacross game out in the eShop. Yeah, okay. I saw that. I was wondering if you picked it up. I didn't know about it till like, I think two weeks after it came out. So you just flipped shit. I was like, yeah, like someone posted on my Twitter feed. They're like, yeah, I can't. Is there's an E3 and no one tell me? I'm like, what? Shit, I gotta go get that now too. So I've been playing through that and I'm almost done it actually. Uh, cool. I'm on. There's like five tabs of puzzles and I'm on the fourth tab. How much are these again? Seven bucks. 
Alright. And they usually come with 150 plus puzzles. Um, what they've started doing with the Pacross e-games is that every new game comes with like a little gimmick extra type of Pacross. So, last one was the Mega Pacross puzzles, where they uh, they had it so you did like the... No, it was Micross, I think is what they called it. Where you had each cross, something like something like that, yeah. It's like every panel on this Pacross was actually a smaller Pacross puzzle. That's what it was in Pacross E two. Right, you mentioned that. Yep. Yeah, and in Pacross E three, it's I don't remember the name of it. Give me a second. I have the game right in my hand. Mega Pacross. That's why I got them confused. So Mega Pacross is a little weird. Um. So you know how Pacross is basically you have a number on each line and you have to figure out what spaces to fill in according to that? Yep. In Mega Pacross, you have a number that takes up two lines. And you have to figure out how to fill them in with that. There's a little bit of a logic... I what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, and I play less Pacross, so I'm like extra lost. Okay, so say you have a line that has a 5 in it, and like in normal Pacross you'd have like, oh, here's a number 3, so fill in 3 of these spaces that are connected together. Okay, yep. On on Mega Pacross, let's say that you have two lines, and it says a big number 5. So like you have the to 5 in... is touching both lines now for some yes. reason? Oh, okay. Yes, so now you have to fill in 5 spaces on both lines, as in like shared between the two. But there's oh. a couple rules you have to follow, such as the spaces have to be connected together, so the five had to connect together on both lines somehow. So you could like mm-hmm. fill out three on the bottom and then like two on top. As long as they're touching, that can, that would count. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but then they start mixing it up with like, okay, there's still small numbers also mixed in with these big numbers. This is this better than P cross 3D? <laughs> yeah, that's there. You go. No. <laughs> Is it better than Picross E2? Uh, I like the idea of Micross. Um, this, I haven't tried many of the puzzles yet. I've only tried two of them. I'm, it's a different challenge. It requires a bit different thinking. Uh-huh. And it's it's cool and all, but I mean, like, I don't know. There's only so much they can do with Picross. I'm still enjoying them because I like Picross puzzles, and I'm sure once I start working through those my, mega Picross puzzles, I'll be like, all right, this is cool or this sucks, but uh-huh. for now... It's still not better than Picross 3D? No, that's the best one. Okay, I I still like normal two D Pacross, but yeah. 3D oh, that's Pacross your favorite, really? Yeah, I like two D Pacross. Oh man, Pacross three D is my favorite. Three D Pacross requires like a little bit of different thinking, but it is also fun. Is, is there any like actual joke that can be made of the fact this is called Pacross E three? You know, no, like, there's no. Games. I was looking for at least something kind of like some E3 sort of subtle nod to that. Nothing. Yeah, it's it's kind of just self explanatory. You know, it's like got E three right in the name. So that's kind of Video weird. games? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Remember, you know that big conference that they have sometimes? I don't yeah. think there's actually been any, a video game reference in any of the puzzles I've done yet. Yeah, probably not. I, like, really? Like, not, like, hey, it's Mario's hat. Like, something. Well, there is Mario like P-Cross. Oh, okay. That's, like, I don't know. That, that game's super old at this point, though. Well, it's also on the eShop. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, you also played another three in a franchise. Yeah. Why, why now? 2007's okay, so he... Halo 3. Oh, yeah, it's because Microsoft just gave it to us for free. Oh, that's actually, that's actually not why. Well, okay. but they well for anyone who didn't know, guess what? Hot new title for free if you're a gold subscriber. Yeah, Halo they're still 3. doing games with gold, and this half months game is Halo 3. Really? Every, 
Yeah, every half month they give out a different game, and this half month is... Keep in uh, mind, this was the one that they announced this promotion with. Like, wow. everyone get excited. Halo, Halo 3. 3. Wait, this like, game they started like, the promotion reach. with? No, well, yeah. no, when they announced it, they're like, Halo 3 will oh. be one of them. They started it with, I can't remember if it was like Assassin's Creed 2 or something like that. I think that was the second game they did. There was a Either Dead way, Rising 2. They're all old games if you can't figure out the pattern. Yeah. But there like not some not only more like recent ones, but kinda like, old. Like pretty darn old. Two thousand seven. The first Justice album just came out. Like mm-hmm. what? So Okay, long so ago. for context for why I played Halo three, A, I hadn't beaten the story, I'd only played the multiplayer. Oh, and, okay. And B, uh, a while back, uh, my my friend G and I, we were playing through the game on Legendary, mm-hmm. but we never finished it. We got to like chapter four. I Under, four understandable, those can be pretty hard on Legendary. Yeah, um, so we this past week we sat down and just finished it off. Okay, how so we, fin- we finished been, it? I think last night. Have you played the other ones after? No. Okay. Well, I, I played the multiplayer of Reach. Okay. Okay. But storyline wise, I haven't touched three ODST Reach or four. How is that campaign? I haven't played it in a long time. Man, fuck the flood. Real? Oh yeah, they they show up again. Yeah, the uh, there's that a totally point at happens. the end where they get like this new, I guess, flood type. Mm-hmm. And they're a huge pain in the ass on legendary. Basically, they become a turret. Like, are you in these towers or something, or was that before that part? You're going up and activating these things, and there's a bunch of flood. I Vegas. I don't that, remember. Okay, any that of that this. is like the second. That's the second last chapter, I believe. Oh, okay, okay, you're describing. So that is a thing that happens in that game, mm-hmm. potentially. Okay, I don't know. You did it. Is though. there, is there a Master Chief? Yeah. All right. He's in that one. Great. Yeah, there is. Uh, Halo was in it. Awesome. Bungie made that one. So Destiny coming soon. All right. So now are you jumping onto ODST or just moving forward? Um, it's pretty I think good. In the, in the in the future, we're gonna do either ODST or Reach. It's or, or four really. Four is, I like four. Four's fun, but ODST it, is cool. I ODST think is distinct. He doesn't have way, ODST yeah. though, so unless he f- he's physically here when we do it, we'll probably just end up. I could just loan you that. Reach. I don't. I'm not planning I, to play I, it. I have it. He doesn't. Okay. Yeah. So on the other end. So we'll just wait till thing. it's a free game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, Next it's probably December's free game. No, it'll be like two years from now, and it'll be like, oh, finally, ODST, way to go, Microsoft, Xbox One? Five years ago. There you go. Back in 2010. Yeah, yeah, ODST. Like, I mean, they're good games. They're still fine. It's just kind of strange to see old 360. I don't know. I don't know why. It just jumped out at me as like a Why are you surprised that I play old games? Well, just old games of this nature. Old new games. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. But, but yeah, this... no, it was it was just so we could finish it up mm-hmm. on Legendary. So now we've got that done. So Halo oh, I guess would you skip to four just because like we only care about Master Chief's story. We don't we don't care about these other dudes. I I kind of want to play Reach because of all the stuff they added, but at the same time, I mean Halo Four is more recent. Yeah, it doesn't, so no, it doesn't no matter. Just an ODST. I've heard ODST is actually kind of cool story wise. It is it is cool. But like I said, I the multiplayer aspect is kind of what keeps oh, me going. It yeah. so they did introduce that like horde mode thing, right? Mm. In that I, uh, I'm talking. I'm talking more campaign. Though, so. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. There's no co-op. I thought there's there's co-op, isn't there? For ODST, there should be. Yeah. Yeah, so. but I'm saying my friend doesn't have the game. Oh so. right, right. Okay. That old. Yeah. Okay. Um, that explains that. And lastly, on your list, actually, no, there's two left. So. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, 
I had a bunch of people come over last weekend. We hung out and played games. Some of them I can't mention because they were practice for uh, Runaway Guys. Okay. One of the ones I can mention, though, was Wheel of Fortune. Awesome. For the Wii U. On the Wii U, great. Yeah. We played a bunch of rounds of it. Was it as was it worth your buy? Yeah, sounds like it. I got it for fifteen bucks. It was cheap. I definitely got more than fifteen dollars entertainment out of it. I think I'd rather just watch Wheel of Fortune. Like, well, I don't have that luxury. D- okay. Well, you know what? They're all the same. So, you've you've seen it. I yeah, but the the I, idea is to compete against other people to you know so. have it as a game. Okay, right. now that you've played it, does does the spinning the wheel on the pad is that satisfying? No. Okay. <laughs> really? I was kind of oh. hoping it's okay. got the satisfying click to it. Somehow. Here's the thing: a, it's only the player one controller. I thought you could pass it around or play single player like that. Yeah, you can. Oh, wait, it's just okay. it's just don't pass it around. It's just too bad for you. Yeah. The other two have to use like Wiimotes because oh, yeah, you know you can't even use the justified. you can't use the pro controllers. What? That kind of pissed me off. I was setting up pro controllers for my friends, then they kept turning off. I was like, "Oh wait, it just doesn't well, support." Now them. I'm never playing it. Yeah, I'm sure you were going to in the first. That was the yep. <laughs> that was the deciding you factor. You don't even have pro controller support. Oh, I'm out of here. I only play like advanced pro Wheel of Fortune. Amazing. <laughs> Okay, but fun was had, word puzzles. Who won, yeah. I guess? Uh, me. Good job. How, how's the Vanna White? It's it's voiced by Pat Sajak and Vanna White. All right, but they're okay. Like, they're like me-ish. Well, it's, it's more like the avatars they use on the Xbox, to be honest. Hmm. Oh, so okay. avatars. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It was, it was some Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it was kind of weird when they, for like, seen it, when they stopped using... Uh, actual avatars, and they're like, you can like make your own scene it avatars, and it's like, why? Who cares? What are that you doing? Was, they yeah, just wanted to play like, the game more than like 10 minutes. In the second one, they had avatar support, right? And then everything after that was like, what happened? Did you have a fall? No, 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 because there's three, and I believe the first and second had avatar support, and then yeah, the third the fir- one... The first just... two were really good, the ones that came with the big controllers and everything. The third ones onwards were just like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, it's like, why? Mm. why? I don't need an, a scene it avatar. Who do you think I am? Yep. Maybe they wanted to develop, like, put it on multiple platforms, though, so they couldn't make those hooks that deep for one specific. And I could, one. I could bring my CNET avatar over with me. Like, was it on other platforms? Or I, I know it's Microsoft owns that because PS3 no, has no, Buzz. PS3, PS3 got one of the CNETs as well. See, that Did would it? explain the schism. The, the, the box office smash and uh, CNET Twilight was on a bunch. Oh yeah. Oh CNET yeah. Twilight. Is that on Xbox? Cause that's the only CNET on Xbox I don't have then. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's actually only on Wii and You're DS. right, it is, it's just Wii, that's the thing. Because I probably would have picked it up because those are easy points. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird decision. I, I just remember seeing it at the store and being baffled, but that was at the height of that whole thing. Mm. Alright. And one final game I played. I'll, one quick thing. Mm-hmm. What? The yeah. only good video game game show is 1 versus 100. And it's gone. And now we'll take a moment of silence. All right, what else did you play? That was de- <laughs> see, that was deeply felt because they should have brought that. That back. game is great. That, I don't. That mean, was. I don't that was pretty good. The one Xbox Live one was pretty good. Right, like Xbox. Put it on Xbox One versus One Hundred. Mm. See what did there. I, I do wonder. It, like, I will still continue to buy it day one. Here's the thing that I've never quite understood about the Xbox Live One versus One Hundred thing. Yeah. How how were they making money off that? Was it just advertising? They were supposed revenue? to be advertising in it. Like I guess they, they had advertisements. Yeah. Like Sprint that's was in why all those ads. It failed, right? 
like people were always in there whenever I was playing, but I guess I never it wasn't I never enough. got in. I played it a bunch. I played it I played it every time because it was scheduled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Me and my friends would like get into party chat and then tell each other their answers and it was awesome and they never let me in and I think it was kind of a racist thing. Then I just be <laughs> honest. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You solved the mystery. Yep. But no, what I mean like it it seemed popular from my end, but I guess it wasn't enough cuz they just kind of canceled it. It was weird. Didn't they experiment with some poker game that was kind of along the same lines? Full House Poker or whatever it was? I think yeah. it was supposed to be. That, no that was after 1 versus 100, though. I know. like That was the only other thing I've, I remember of them dabbling with that kind of larger multiplayer. There, there were supposed to be three games in that whole experiment, and that was the second one. And then it just kind of fizzled out for some reason. That yeah. was weird. That was like one of the coolest ideas they had this generation, and it just went away. Well, I mean, that goes to show if people don't have interest enough interest in it. But I thought they did. I don't. I don't know. I guess not. Or maybe they, they just clicking. weren't making enough money. That's also entirely possible. Maybe Keep it was mind, hard like, to convince. The connect was supposed to be yeah. more complex, and that got dumbed down. And maybe. But yeah, so Mo- Monasans indeed. Um, you were about to tell us your last game. Yep, the last game I best played... game. What is it? Dead Space. Whoa, dude, Isaac Clark. Dead Space yeah, Three like came it. out this year. All right. No, it's Dead Space One. Okay. Well. I've never played any of the Dead Spaces. So last week, I think I mentioned this during last week's podcast, I was going to start live streaming for the month of October Dead Space 1 blind. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started horror. it last week, and I'm going to continue it. Uh, if you're listening to this tomorrow, it's already happened. Oh, we never said <laughs> but, the date. It's oh, the 25th today. today. It's the 25th today. Uh, I'm going to be streaming tonight, part two <laughs> of the stream. Wait, actual, t- like on the 25th? Probably. Okay, so too late for people listening. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But there will be more parts, because I'm not that far in the game. Okay, so stay I'm, tuned I'm, for more Dead Space. Yeah, I'm currently, like, halfway through Chapter 2, and I'm playing the game on hard. Are you digging it, like, generally? I'm digging it, but, I mean, I probably shouldn't have played it on hard, but I left it up to the chat to vote. Oh, okay. And it's not because the game is difficult, it's because, oh, now I can't just goof off. Mm-hmm. But I am enjoying the game. Uh, it's not scary. I've been playing with the lights off. And not hey, is that, at all. Is that a shot? Shots fired? Yeah, shots fired. I will fight you. This is also find you is all yes. about Slender, and I still can't. I've actually been laughing my ass off more than anything while playing Dead Space. What's well, like weird monsters, and it's kind of like Doom or something. I but... I'm gonna cut up a highlight reel at some point of like the first stream, and then put it on YouTube, and then Sean, you should watch that and just see how I play Dead Space if you haven't watched the stream. Sure. Okay. Are you into? I don't. I don't know. Like the severing limbs and stuff. I guess it's kind of. No, I'm. I'm doing all that. Uh, I've had a couple people in the chat give me like advice. They're like, "Okay, should I use a node now?" And they're like, "No, save it for a door or stuff like that." So. Okay. I'm. I'm letting them dictate some things like, "Hey, what weapon should I carry?" and stuff like that. All right, I'm gonna give you guys a cluster update. Uh oh. Seven hundred and four. Wow. Thirteen hundred. Uh, t- about twelve hundred. Okay, that's a lot for this this episode. So well, it's I because I have the tracker on now, right? Okay, so, so. You can get them pretty quick. Yeah. Video games. Video that's games. the ones we played. Finally, yeah, let's move on to the news. Oh man, how long was that? Oh Finally. god, that was long. All right, news you can use. Uh, all um, right, what did I put in here? I put in all of it. Yeah. All right. I don't think guys, I added anything. Let me tell you some news. All right. As I stop playing Saints Row for a bit. All right. Um, there's going to be a link between Worlds 3DS XL. Yep. This uh, The European version got leaked earlier in the week, 
And then it got confirmed this week that we're getting the uh, very nice-looking 3DS XL. I'm, I'm opening the link now to get a look at, but okay. Uh, the, the, the top the top half of the back is gold with a Triforce on it, and then the bottom half is black with a Triforce on it. And when you open it up, the, all the inside is gold. Ah, okay. It it looks really nice. Wasn't there also something about now you can play it on a 2DS in theory? Like somehow the gameplay was more 3D centric for a while. They made it. No idea. I did not hear that story. Okay. And if that was the case, that's kind of dumb. Because I played Super Mario 3D World without ever using the 3D. Well, yeah. Like it's or not 3D like Land, you sorry. You need it, but it enhances. I don't know. But okay. Yeah. Link Between Worlds. It's coming out. If you don't All have right. 3DS. And like uh, John mentioned last time, he thought Drive Club was also delayed. Yeah, it's been delayed now officially. But they also announced kind of how they're making restitution for that. So. Right, yeah. So Drive Club, there originally was going to be some kind of PlayStation Plus exclusives thing for us with Drive Club. For PlayStation Not, 4 owners and such. Right, but if you're yeah. a Plus member, you it wasn't quite sure if it was going to be you get the full game or if you get some kind of like super demo, kind of like... Um, Grand Tourism Prologue or not, but anyway, so since we're not getting that anymore, we're getting Contrast, which I thought looked cool, so I'm into that, because I don't care about simulation racing. Mm-hmm. It's a, like, side-scrolling platforming thing. Right, kind of similar looking to... That Boston Shadow, Shadow game. Yeah, yeah. On the Wii. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, so we get that now, so that looks cool. Um, they also announced yeah. the new dates for PAX Australia, which wasn't PAX Australia earlier in the year this year? Yeah, I thought. Yeah. So the new dates for that is October 31st and November 2nd. So yeah, that's like almost a full year between the two of them. Right, yeah. Huh. So it's obviously not happening again this year, but for next year, that's when it's happening. Okay. So, so a bit Halloween, PAX. Yeah. And PAX East dates and tickets have already gone on sale. Right. Yeah, that happened this week. And have almost already sold out. Right. Oh, almost right. are. I, I would have assumed it just... They were gone. Three three days and Saturdays are gone. I think Sundays and Fridays are still available. Yeah, it's like nowhere near as big as PAX Prime. That's the yeah. funny thing. It still has the same amount of people show up pretty close. And it's a mm-hmm. better venue, but the area around it sucks. Take so that. You got your tickets, John? Yeah, I got Are you tickets. also a, applying for a panel again? Yep. Cool. Panel's already, application's already put in. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, we also got a release date on Titanfall, March 11th. So there you your go. Pre-orders in, I guess. Yeah. I, you know what? I kind of want to play it. Are you going to pre-order it? Maybe. I don't know what system I'm going to get it for, because I don't have current plans to get an Xbox One, unless Dead Rising 3 ends up being absolutely amazing. So PC then, right? Actually, isn't it also on 360? Yeah. That's so. why I'm debating, like, well, I can just get it on 360, and I'll probably have more people to play with if I do that. It might be, like, a weird, jacked-up version. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what I'm worried about. Who knows? Okay. Uh, speaking of release dates... PS3, PS4, and Xbox One coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it should yeah. be three weeks for PS3. And four for Xbox One. Yeah. You got, like, is no one hyped about this at all? Well, in a kind of general way, but I, like, are you saying anyone in this podcast right now, or? Yeah, or I guess, it, it, or overall, because it doesn't seem like too many people are really fired up about it. I Well, I have them not. both yeah. pre-ordered because, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I have an Xbox One, or sorry, I have a PS4 pre-ordered, and the only reason I remember that is because I'm like, oh, I need to make sure I have money for it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, it, it kind of seems, like, with the kind of lag this generation had behind PC stuff, like, I don't, I'm not, honestly not. Like, especially with some of the announcements where it's like, 
yeah, this game runs at 30 frames per second, or this game looks pretty good. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm not seeing tons of compelling reasons right now, but maybe that'll change. PlayStation I, Plus is a good program, so if I'm going to roll that forward onto a new next-gen thing, that's conceivable. Wait, whoa, whoa, hang on. I, I don't know if you were listening earlier in this show, but we what? just got Halo 3 for free. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So that, That'll clearly work on the Xbox One. Actually, yeah. I don't Have know, they confirmed so... it backwards compatibility? I think they said it's not. Nothing it's, is. They yeah. said it is not. No, my point was, who even needs an Xbox One now? Mm, we I got Halo one. 3 for free. Yeah, just kick it like it's 2007. Party all the time. You don't even <laughs> need it. <laughs> There you go. I, I'm actually morbidly curious about something here right now. I'm going to look something up while we move on I'm to I'm just thinking of that, just that meme, yeah. Halo 3, 2007, question mark, profit. Yeah. Like, it just, you're fine. You're good. So, if we wanted to buy Halo 3 used right now, 15 bucks. That's okay. literally all the money. That's insane. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank goodness that the godlike angels at Microsoft... I mean, took pity on us. But here, Halo 3 ODST, and also the same price use as well. Look at that. I mean, here's maybe Next how I'm game. realistically looking at this, because, like, I mean, inevitably, Naughty Dog is going to put out a game on the PlayStation 4 or something. Like, something's going to compel me to jump in. Yeah, but, but it's going to be the same same problem the Wii U had. Exactly. Have like, to wait. I, I jumped in a year early on the Wii U, and, like, finally the reasons to have that thing are coming out now. So I can play yeah. the new Mario game and Pikmin and all this stuff. So this time around, I think I'm just going to use this year of lag time to just play a bunch of stuff I didn't get a chance to play last generation. Like, what's this Dark Souls all about? Or something, you know? Like, just go back. And then by the time cool stuff rolls around, I'll have gamed up a storm and be ready to go. Like, hey, I just got a new hard drive for my PlayStation 3, and now I can actually play all those PlayStation Plus games. So Infamous 2 might be in my future. I'll see what that's about from three years ago. Weird, but what a weird yeah. choice. Or Killzone Three. I never finished that game, so I can play it. Yeah, I, I got a lot of PS3 games. I'm kind of curious. I'm playing. Through Instead, hey guys, play The Wolf Among Us. I should also mm. play that. You're right. That, that John, you knowing, should play uh, The Last of Us. I, was, I thought that's what you were gonna say. Knowing Wolf Among Us is like two hours. Like I'll probably do that tomorrow. But, but anyway, speaking of PS4, yeah. So kind of two part parter here. This happened just after we recorded last week, because we recorded early last week. Sony mm-hmm. uh, announced the PlayStation 4 is coming out in Brazil. Oh, good. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. It is great. Fantastic. Now, um, the price of it in American dollars is going to be just around 1850 Oh, so that for sounds like about right. four yeah. PlayStation 4s, you're saying? Yeah. So me and my bros... So, make a sweet That's video amazing. of us using PlayStation 4s as toilet paper uh-huh. and send it to <laughs> Brazil. Yeah, like, what? what is the reasoning behind that? Like, it's, I mean... It's based on their taxes and whatnot. Okay. So, apparently a lot of the, just a lot of the taxes, they that, that bumps it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Sony has come forth and even said, we don't want it to be that price. We're trying to work with people, but we don't think it should be that price either. Like, is it just like Brazil treats entertainment products of this nature as like a weird problem or something? Like, why would you tax something like that? Like, that's like cigarettes or something, you know? That's crazy. 63% taxes. There you go. I'm just shaking my head. That Sorry, Brazil. That's too bad. So is everyone's just going to import it or something? Like, how is this going to play out? 
Um, I'm going to buy four of them and then yeah. laugh. There you oh. go. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, the Sony actually put down the whole breakdown of how much it costs basically to send. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's kind of interesting look, but it's just like, wow, why is that the case? That's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think people said it was basically brought down to the fact that they don't really manufacture them in that country. Is anyone going to actually buy that? Like, Someone will, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure the Xbox so bad or the PS3 them. was also super expensive. I feel so bad for them. I feel like I've heard this story before for a different console. Well, it's like the ongoing plight of, like, Australian gamers, too. Of, like, everything's yeah. just stupid expensive down there. And I feel like I, I should know. stop wrapping all my Christmas presents in PlayStation 4s. Because <laughs> this feels so bad for them. Yeah. 399 up here, yep. right? So. Uh, last thing, real exciting, there's a PlayStation app coming to iOS. I mean, what does that mean? I don't know, there's an Xbox app, so it's probably like that. So just manage your trophies and stuff? or uh, And, I don't know, the Xbox One, the smart glass, lets you do crazy stuff like change the song in Just Dance. Or, yeah, I was hoping it meant it's an app that you can play PS1 games on or something like that. Like, no, you can find it is, play, it's just like, like a buddy app. Like, yeah. So you can message people. It'll probably be like the Steam app. Browse the PlayStation website. You can now buy games on your Steam app. Oh, you can see what your friends are playing and then be like, hey, cool. So, all right, there you go. iOS app. Come yep, listen. that's happening. There you go. News. Solve the mystery. It does mention that it's going to be like a second screen feature, but I thought that's what the Vita was going to be. Vita is going to be that as well, I believe. So third screen feature? Yeah, there you go. Just put them side by side of your TV. Yeah, all right, great. You've done it. Emails! Let me jump on the gun on that. No, that's fine. Should no, I? No, we're just emails. That was all for news. Not a ton has right. happened. No one said anything after I said emails. So yeah, I was, like, I was waiting for you to say emails. So, Alright, all right. there you go. That's also where the music will go, so there you go. Um, okay. I'll do the solve, first one. Solve the mystery. Okay. Natalie writes in, Hey guys, a few friends and I are starting an all-girl podcast about gaming. Okay. But we're having some disagreements about the name of our podcast. How did you come up with your name? Also, do you have any advice for us on getting started? Uh, my name suggestion is Dude Bros Anonymous. That's a great name for an all-girl podcast. Exactly. Great. Like, just make it ironic and just make it the most broest name ever, and then when people tune in and find out it's just all girls, you'll get a huge laugh. Mm-hmm. Now, or, or if you want to be taken seriously... Um, I think... Yeah, you should do the opposite of that and utilize the fact that you're girls on the internet. No, don't. I'm that not saying fires so much. I'm just saying, like, it'll work. It'll so work. Are you sure, though? Don't actually take my dude bro comment seriously. By the way, that will also backfire. Right. So um, just if takes come up with something that'll be taken, I guess, seriously, or at least you guys think sounds cool. Like when we name the podcast. Yeah, um, was it all three of us, or was it just you and me, Sean? I no, it was all three of us because remember Nathan had a bunch of terrible ideas. Yeah, we started like, going whoa, through. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, what do you got <laughs> against <laughs> the enthusiasts? Was a great name. Or like, what was it? The elitists? No, it was enthusiasts. I think they was both. I, I think I, you brought I remember both enthusiasts. I remember enthusiasts at least. Yeah, it was like it was specifically the pronunciation of enthusiasts, but whatever, fine. Do you want to say how we actually discovered the name? Because 
I like that story. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you want to tell it or should I keep going? Keep going. Keep going. I forget it. All right. So we all went on Giant Bomb and we looked at their gaming concepts list and we literally went through that and just kept saying out what loud, what kind of sounded cool as a name. And we used that as a podcast. Right. So, so like top down perspective, just like the perspective in some game. And we're just like, yeah. huh, that kind of actually works on a other Yeah, level. we were like on the fence about it in a couple other ones, but we ended up for sure going with TDP. I don't even obviously. remember the other ones. That, do you remember that now? I don't remember the other ones we were looking at. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember any noteworthy. We, we had a list names. at some point. I think we even had it on Xbox. What? I think you tweeted me, or not tweeted me, messaged me on Xbox a couple name suggestions back when we were first figuring it out. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe like brainstorming sessions on Xbox. I think originally we were talking about it in a party chat on the 360. Something like that. That sounds right. So, so that's how we came up with ours. I don't I, know. If do, that's okay, a good here's a question: Do you think their name should, in some Leverage way, represent like mention that they're girls? I don't think they need to. I think that would be such a good marketing strategy, though. But other podcasts also do do that. So really. Yeah, like, I guess it depends on how you want to look at it. You have the correct logic in that, well, they can differentiate themselves from other podcasts. But at the same time, they might drag in a crowd they don't want. Mm-hmm. Like, Any especially publicity with, like, is good publicity? Well, with the feminist frequency, like, hot-button, you know, stuff going on lately around that topic, like, you might just not want to put up a lightning rod for that kind of stuff. Like, just be enthusiastic about stuff. Don't, don't. Yeah, I'm not saying use the word enthusiast in it necessarily, but I like that word. <laughs> I, I don't know. Something. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Alliteration is great. Maybe. I throw that around a lot Just, in things. Yeah, keep uh, coming up with different things that you uh, you each separately like, and then uh, try to find something that eventually everyone kind of agrees on. I and get... obviously double check to make sure it's not already used. I think we had at least one or two choices that were already used. Yeah, yeah so always Google search problem. your name. Yeah, maybe and even search sure. it in Twitter and see if uh, like other places are using it. Because you want like obviously, I was one that like we were super psyched about, and then we found out it was used. I don't remember that at all. I mean, obviously the phrase "top down perspective" isn't everything, but it's not as a thing, you know. Like it's not a media thing. It's just a descriptive word, just um, a concept. Yeah. I guess the one point of advice from our little story, though, maybe make sure it sounds okay out loud. Like say it out loud a bunch. Yeah. Make sure. Wait, does ours not sound good out loud? No, it does. It's fine. I'm just saying, like, that's a good litmus test for making sure it, it'll have, you know, it'll work for you. It won't annoy you after like five minutes. So you're saying they shouldn't each take their first name and put it all together in one word, like just mash it up to this unpronounceable word? Probably yep. not a good idea. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess as also just advice for getting started. Uh, Audacity is pretty good. Yeah, Audacity is a good free way to record your audio. That's how we're doing it. So, mm-hmm. Skype's uh, cool. However, you can't. Uh, any you can't uh, like some a lot of podcasts that if you're not meeting in person, which I'm assuming you guys probably aren't, um, you can call, you record Skype calls. But as of December, they're taking a lot of that functionality out. Wait, oh, okay. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> that's a thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but I guess, you know, if you can meet in person, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, the thing with the, doing a podcast online is that you will end up talking over each other a bunch. That does happen, yep. And we started off doing in person, because this was originally a, a school project for Sean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, if you can't, yeah, uh, Skype does work. Uh, Google Hangouts seem pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff you can do, and we're going to s- start doing that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I can't think. Of, oh, if you want a cool name, go to the rock band band name generator, mm-hmm. and they're usually pretty great. For maybe okay. look at yeah, oh. I've, heard, I've heard some different, decent ones come out of that. So pretty silly. <laughs> yeah, just come up, just keep firing back even random names, and eventually your brain will click with something. Even if it's something you didn't write down, you might take bits and pieces of other names and eventually come up with one you like. Yeah. And as for microphone stuff, I don't know. Like I'm just using a Sennheiser headset. That might not be the best, but John probably knows more about preferable things. Should I well, there's plenty else? of websites that's like get the best. This is the perfect podcasting microphone or the cheapest microphone and stuff. Yeah, Wirecutter is okay. a great website. It is for a great that website. stuff. Wirecutters are also great tools to have. There you go. Yeah, in case you yep. need to break into a fence. <laughs> yep, or a fenced off area. Okay, next question is from Justin or a series of questions. Hello, TDP. Couple questions for you guys. Are there any games you are looking forward to in 2014? That's next year. Well, Last Guardian. Watchdogs now, yeah. Last Guardian, okay. Halo Three ODST being free. <laughs> oh yep. man, I can't wait for that. <laughs> like Arkham Origins, when that's cheap, that'll be the, sweet. The new Smash Bros, the new Mario Kart. Yeah, those are safe bets. Um, Pokemon. Whatever what, the next one is, whatever the follow up to the next Batman game is. Is that next year? Oh, the um, one from... Uh, they're starting to get to that Actual point. Rocksteady? Oh, I don't even know what Rocksteady is supposed to be working on now. Well, no, they're doing a Silver Age Batman. That is confirmed? Yeah, that was announced before this one, so... I, I thought that was just rumor. Nope, that was a thing. They're working on that. Well, I could I could see Rocksteady getting that out next year. It's like Dragon It's been a while, so maybe... Two. I don't know. Like what's... Hmm. What's coming Transistor? out next year? Is that next year? Yes. Probably, yeah. Sir, the okay. witness. That's not, a, yeah, that's not a launch stuff for PS4. Oh, the witness. Year. That's right. I am looking forward to that. What, like Mugenics? That's probably next year. Oh, Titan, Professor Layton comes out early next year. Titanfall. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. Um, Destiny, maybe that'll be good. I'm pretty sure that's next year. I don't know that'll probably be good. Well, probably at least somewhat interesting. I, I don't know. Um, and a bunch of indie surprises that I don't even know exist yet. Those will be fun. Smogo's next game. That'll probably come out next year. Anyway. Yeah, truth be told, I don't really pay too much attention to what comes out next year until it's next calendar. Until year. it's happening, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, the days of me pre-ordering stuff and just being excited because it's got a name I think is cool, like, that's kind of faded away. Unless it's... I don't know, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, Auto, you were pretty excited. Exactly. I was about to say, unless it's Grand Theft Auto, uh, if they release any DLC next year, I'm going to buy it and play it. That that's gonna happen. So, yeah. Next question: Are there any games that you guys play that people don't expect you to play? Um, I don't know. Hatsume Miku. <laughs> <laughs> shooters. I play a lot of shooters, and most people don't realize that. Oh, like, like first person ge- gears. Yeah, gears and Halo. Whereas I was like, yeah, the dude's playing, you know, riding or whatever. What is? It? Oh, I play those too, but I think most people expect those at this point. Yeah. Gradius all the time. I love Gradius. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of for me, and I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think for you guys. That I, I mean, can't really. I've brought it up like 19 times, but hey, man, I played that NFL game one time. That was kind of weird. Okay, yeah, that's a weird one. We don't play it anymore. I don't. So if they didn't made you know, the 2K, did you only play that for achievements? Though. No, the 2K5. This is PS2. Oh, all right. 
yeah, if they were... Oh, generally, sports games, yeah, I only play those for achievements, but this was not that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything off the beaten path that would be like, what? I didn't know you were into that. That's weird. Yeah, I can't think of anything specific to you guys, and maybe it's because I know you guys, but I'm just trying to think if there's something that, like, sticks out. Yeah, because you don't think, like, rhythm games or anything like that. You already know all that. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if Sean was way into some specific horror game, it would be kind of strange. Like, what? Sean's totally about amnesia, didn't you know? Yeah, he, like, Machine for Pigs. Dude beat that thing day one. It was amazing. No, he doesn't do that. Um, I'm trying to think of what game... Oh, right. 99 Nights was the one that got a big reaction out of Sean. That's I, right. You know, when Nathan was talking earlier, I brought I was thinking 99 Nights, and I had forgotten about it, but yeah. Uh, That's a weird game to play seven times. Yeah. You I should mean, play I'm... Bullet Witch. <laughs> I guess every now and then, maybe there's a game I play that like, okay, like, I'm kind of gearing up to play The Saboteur, which a lot of people didn't like, so sometimes... Really? Because that got decent reviews, I yeah. remember. Oh, did it? I yeah, I think it got, like, like, okay reviews. It got, like, in the 70s or 80s. Okay. Never mind. Oh, man, if Mirror's saying. Edge 2 comes out next year, I'd be stoked on that. Oh, man, I actually would be hyped for that. Okay. Yeah, never mind. I, I am pretty predictable, apparently, in what games I play. I guess, I, clearly, because it's like, John oh, getting Pokemon Y. Stanley Parable, that'll probably happen. Yeah. I can see why that would be weird. It would have been weirder if Nathan had gotten it, but it's still weird with you, because you were like, nope, 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 nope. No, because I was so on the fence about it the entire time, and then I was just like, fuck it, I'll probably do it. I'll get it while everyone's still enjoying it. Yeah, to be fair, everyone was talking about it. Yeah, and I I had a, a bunch of friends who were literally like, hey, if you get this game, you can just come over to our house like every second weekend and we'll all play it together. <laughs> but if you don't get it, I don't ever want to see you in this building. That's exactly how she worded it. How'd you know? Yep. <laughs> uh, last question of this, this round. Uh, what kind of games do you play that other people don't know that you play? Secret Isn't, games. Oh, this seems like the same one. Uh, well, don't expect is. you, but the, this is like stuff he this is a secret air out some secret oh, stuff man. Here that we most don't. people don't know i play Pcross. oh man all those new ground porn games i was uh, about to say the I could, I new ground mature meat tab fuck, whatever they're called yep there's probably something called meat oh wait fuck. i no, have there, no idea a huge new ground series what you're talking about fuck. john what are those all about <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while but wink <laughs> I don't even know what is true anymore. That detective one? Yeah. Anyway. What? That's what? the thing. I, I can't tell if he's actually serious anymore because I think that might exist. What? what? Alright, this next know, question so. comes in from Junkie GS. Okay. I think TDP needs a logo slash icon. Burger King has the king, etc. Any ideas of what one could be? Like a character? Does he mean like a mascot? I think he means a mascot kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, King like, has it the king. Like he mean, yeah, something more iconic, because, I mean, we have our avatar, but it's not... Like, we have an icon and stuff, yeah. like a logo. Like, waveform's not kind of unique to top-down perspective, so... Right. so just so put, like, like eyeballs mascot? on... I don't know. Mascot or something, a, a, a symbol a little bit more in line with TDP, I guess. Hmm. I don't know what that would... Like, what the, would that look like? Would we have but, to kind of play into the top-down thing? So it's just like, yeah, this square here, that's the top of a dude's head. He's a really elaborate character. It's just the top of Mario's hat. Yeah, it's just this red cube or something. You're just like, what? What is that? Oh, it's that's that's a dude. Man. That's video games, and it's like an adventure throwback at the same time. So it shows our roots. You know, we know our history. 
old video games. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Should it just be Game Boat? Game Boat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Game Boat. Why did none it. of us ever buy one of those? <laughs> I never it's saw just a one. Dingy. Also, yeah, that's not a thing you stumble on. That's true. It's also the biggest thing ever. Like, I mean, you you you've bought like Rock Revolution drum kits and dumb stuff, right? Like, I do have you, that, but he yes. actually played it. Yeah, but if you encountered like a game boat in the same scenario where it's like, oh, this is five bucks, hell yeah, like I'd buy that. Yeah, but I'd then you get home too. and you blow it up or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? It's probably a blow up thing, and then you're like, I, Great. "I'd use it for something stupid like the slide downstairs." Now I don't have seating space in this room because I have. I, game I would boat. put it on top of my coffee table. I would just only sit in game boat. What's wrong with that? You're always ready for <laughs> you're adventure. Just, yeah, you're always on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's only for connected just put game adventures. boat in your bathtub and then just sit in there and play a game. I think it's too wide for your average no, bathtub. It, but it's, it's it's built for You can't do that because it's only for the Kinect. Yeah. Mini-game. And, like, it would displace so much water when <laughs> you get in that Well, thing. keep in mind that I think the same company that made Game Boat also made, like, those inflatable Mario Kart carts. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, but those you could you can play with any game. We like. should have <laughs> invested in a Game Boat at I, I am honestly shocked that one of us didn't cave and just buy a Game Boat. So, there you go. We should get a Game Boat and, like, customize it with a bunch of TDP decals and stuff. And yeah, then there you go. If anyone wants to buy us one for Christmas, it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> After this, I'm going to look it up and see what like those Like, Amazon wishlist, just put it yeah. on there. Just send it to my P.O. box. Yeah. All right, last few questions. Let's wrap it up. All right, I got this one. Wayward writes in and asks, What's the scariest moment you've had while gaming? Uh, Bioshock I, 1 Okay Is just it's, creepy Or I haven't played it in years But it was really creepy Like just the splicers Coming at you and Yeah Weird dark shadowy stuff Okay Um And now I know Like John just laughed In our faces At Paul and I Who's just like You are wimpy children But I thought Slender Was pretty goddamn terrifying Dude, I got scared once During Slender Remember But it was not For Slender itself why? Was it just us screaming? Okay. No, no, no. So, uh, we did a stream on Paul's, or x uh, Twitch at one point years ago. Yeah. And, uh, we were all playing Slender in the dark and everything. And I, I was making ago. fun of it. And then yeah. something happened that I actually, like, went like, ah! For. Okay. And what happened was I had pressed shift too many times because shift was the <sighs> run key. Yeah. And then the game, which was full screen on a TV, suddenly went completely white. And, like, just freaked out because I had activated sticky keys and it went back to the desktop. Oh, okay. So it, it startled me because it was suddenly, like, this super bright light shining in my face. Okay, so it just jarred you right out of the game. Yeah. Right. I, I so mean, that, that is the scariest thing that's happened while I was gaming. For me, it's just the that game. Like, it's just turning around and seeing things that are scary. Well, game. dude, you saw you saw me chasing Slender. I know. So, like, I mean, once you yeah. actually see the character model and stuff, it sort of does away with a bit of it, but at the same time, just the conceit of that game of, like, you're wandering around and something bad is there is just uncomfortable, and I, I it gets me pretty bad every time. Well, it seems like, just because I've been listening to, like, Patrick Klepek talk a lot recently. Yeah, and he's a big Oculus fan. Stuff. Yeah, he yeah. kind of, I thought a point that sounded really interesting is he was like, you kind of have to let yourself be scared. Like, you kind of know this yeah. is trying to scare me. I have to kind of let it scare me, and that's part of the fun. And so I, I feel like if you're actively going against that, that just you know it just kind of won't work. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, I, I fall into that kind of ready to be scared like mode quite easily. So some stuff kind of gets me going. I, I don't right, know. and I just kind of don't have a choice. I'm just scared. Yeah, 
So, I, I mean, I guess that's the follow-up question. Is the scariest game you've played? Like, I, I don't know if it's actually Slender, but that is the one that, like, I felt was playing it fair and got me right away. Whereas, like, I keep stalling out in Amnesia and not playing enough of it, so I don't know where that goes. And I guess Call of Cthulhu Dark Corners of the Earth was also pretty weird. That that was pretty good at doing some cool stuff. That was quite a while ago. I think scariest game I've played, or at least the one that got like the most emotional reaction out of me, was probably Silent Hill 2. I've, I've yet to play that, so... That game basically made me feel uncomfortable with myself by the end of it, which was kind of actually a cool cool thing to do. So it wasn't scary, but like unsettling. Okay. Cool. Gone it Home might... got me very unsettled. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's atmospheric in a way, for sure, but I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, like, Resident Evil and stuff does some jumpy scare stuff that totally got me when I was younger, but I'm not sure if that would stand up quite the same way. But, you know, there's some solid stuff in there, too. Uh, and I guess I'll, I'll just roll with the last bit, too. Uh, any character enemy you found especially scary? Nemesis. Okay. I guess kind of along those lines, I was thinking of the... There's basically a Nemesis-style character in Resident Evil 2 that... Oh, I Mr. X. Yeah, like the big coat guy, right? Like Yeah, that was that was the prototype for Nemesis. Yeah, like I, I didn't know that was part of that game when I was playing Resident Evil 2. I was just like, oh, this is a sequel, it's in a police station or whatever. And then like I don't remember the first time you see him, but there was definitely some good points in that game where like You you don't see him till your second playthrough, as in like if you play through as Leon, you don't see yeah, him yeah. until you play through as Claire. He's in the second half of that game. Yeah, he's in B mode. Right. But like, man, like you get so used to like oh, this is a static background. And then when they start kind of playing with that, it was awesome. Like, it was just like, I am, you know, I can tell that this window is shatterable and then a liquor jumps through it. You're like, okay, I was expecting that. But there's a point where, like, there's just a static wall and you go in there and find some stuff or whatever, do some things, there's a cutscene or something. And then you run back and the wall explodes and dude is there. It was just like, I did not, that that's not how this works. This is not supposed to work that way. And it, it totally got me, so... That old game pulled off some cool business. I'm going to say a section, because I don't really remember if there was many enemies in it. Yeah. But a specific section of a game. Dead Space 2, the nursery section. Okay. Like, just so kind of I, I've heard stories about it. It's just really place. super creepy. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Brooke writes yep. in, uh, so Dual Destinies came out yesterday. What are, were you excited about the most with this game? I haven't gotten it yet. This is uh, Phoenix Wright 5. I haven't gotten it yet either, so... Um, I, I still need to finish Apollo Justice. Is this I'm the excited. M-rated one? Like, this yes. is that one we were talking about? Okay. Huh. I, I haven't caught it. I wonder, I wonder if they ever got that rating bumped down after. No, it is M, because I remember the, like, the NeoGAF thread is, oh, so that's why it's M-rated. Hmm. Oh. And I didn't go into it. I guess I am kind of intrigued, like, how much darker do they go? Like, what kind of stories do they talk I'm kind of interested that it's just a download game, like... Kind of yeah, I find that. that so weird because like the other ones did sell, didn't they? I mean, but they, I also remember the first couple Phoenix Wright games being hard to track down. Yeah, like the when only I, reason I even got the first one was because a friend bought it for me off Amazon. Like in my post Ghost Trick excitement, I kind of was trying to track down copies of those games, and they were they they required some legwork for a couple of them. It's kind of weird, so it kind of makes sense, and it makes it nice and easy to get those if you want them. Like just I'm just glad there's more of them, and one day I'll get to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, once I have the money, I'll download it. But then I still have to play through Apollo, so... Yeah, there's a bunch of those games. Who's got the last one? I got it. 
Okay. Allison, last question of the podcast. Allison writes in and says, Hey, Sean, do you like using the O powers on Pokemon? And what Kanto starter did you choose from Sycamore? I do like using them. And I picked Bulbasaur. What are the O powers, I guess, just for a little... I mentioned them earlier. They're the ones where you can, like, power up your friends and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. All right. Questions of the week. Oh, did, uh, did we say where they can write in? Yeah, top oh, perspective at Gmail, uh, TDP Podcast at TDP on Podcast Twitter. on Twitter, and uh, the Facebook group which we mentioned earlier. And uh, send Sean your friend codes for more powering up. Um, yeah, games of the week. Stanley Parable, Pokemon X. Man, okay. I mean. I probably would also echo Stanley Parable, but you kind of already are... I would. That's what I was going to say, but I just put 27 hours into Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, I am quite struck oh, by... Oh, man, it. that means Gone Home never gets it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, crap. Ugh. Gone Home I mean, did, was really cool for me, but I put 27 hours into Pokemon, so I don't really have a choice. Okay. Um, I played yeah. a lot of good games this week. This was a good week for all of us. Yeah, yeah. no, some cool discoveries. I think just because like, I was impressed with how much more flavor that Daily Challenge mode brings to it, I'm going to say Spelunky again. Right. But yeah. Just because like, I haven't gotten into the cool stuff in a couple of these, I feel, so I'll you know, stay tuned. Um, all right, yeah, cool. There you go. So that'll Daily do it for this week. Cool. Check out our October. YouTube page because there's stuff on there. We will link it in the description for the episode. Uh-huh. No. We're not? I'll, it'll be on, like, Facebook and stuff. Okay. There'll be links everywhere. Never mind, it'll be in Facebook. And I guess stay tuned for the archives of our other stuff, because that'll happen shortly. Horror-type yep. business. Beyond and Dead Space. I don't know if Beyond is a horror game, but it's kind of weird. So, yeah. See you next week.